0: This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Nico Zacone on Cactar, Maruli Epican of Gilgamesh, Crimson Light Farron of Hyperion. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. So friends, it's your friend Crazy Yoshi, and boy, do I have a deal for you! It's Crazy Yoshi's Crazy Crimson Steel Potion! You sure do need this potion, let me tell you! Finding yourself on a precip- a precip- a precip- <laughs> ever find yourself on the edge of an event unable to move? Well duty howdy will my Crazy Yoshi's Crazy Crimson Steel Potion solve that there problem in a jiffy! Lickety-split! For the low, low price of $29.99.9 Gillerinos! And you're halfway to Drinkstown, I reckon. I swear it'll cure anything up to, but not included, Coma and do some blackouts. So trust your friend, me, Crazy Yoshi, and buy Crazy Yoshi's Crazy Crimson Steel Potion today. Woo wee!
1: Take your clothes
2: off. I don't get it. Pascal, yeah. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. Limitbreakradio.com. Five! Four! Three,
3: two!
2: One! Welcome! to Limit Break Radio. Episode 116. So glad to have you along. The big 116. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio is where you can find the show. Live starting at 4 p.m. Glad to be back at our normal time here on Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Now that E3 is over, Stormblood is eh, kinda released. I mean, if you can call it that in its current state. Uh, pre, pre-release pre is definitely maybe a, a, a more apt term at this point. Uh, and uh, we're glad to be back with you here on uh, twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. We are, of course, live from Aorzia, Kicking okay, on over to our Eorzean studios. You can join us if you like on the Sargentana server. If you can get in. You might have to wait in line a little bit. Uh, go- the, we're in the Goblet Fifth Ward Plot number 30. Hope that you join us. You don't need Stormblood access to be able to hang with us. I don't know. Do you? Oh uh, man, what? we should totally should have gated our content. Like if if you don't have uh, early access can, and 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 you didn't pre-order the. The expansion. Can you still log on right now? I don't I didn't know. I didn't know. Maybe I, didn't.
4: I I mean unless you like, you know, do something to like emote before you enter a dungeon queue or something. Oh Yeah, that's that's right. Anyway, thanks for joining
2: us. Appreciate having you along. Have you cleared Raubon Extreme? Uh we yeah, want this morning. We want to hear from Bruh. we want to hear from you. Give us a call. Limit break radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreak dot slash Discord if you'd like to call in. We want to hear from you. How has your early access to Stormblood been? Has it been as much of a problem as it has been for us?
0: It has definitely been annoying. As of today, everyone—well, I don't want to say everyone—but more people should be able to. Uh, Yoshi released a statement saying that they uh, they've opened it up so that twenty thousand additional players can now get into the the duty instances. Oh, so, good! Yeah, that's
2: oh, nice of him.
0: Oh boy, thank you, Yoshi. You are such a.
2: Kind and benevolent God <laughs> thank, thank you, for, you f- Asshole Thank you for letting us Do the story Without a blood sacrifice Too That was, that was very very Kind of him uh, Anyway we, Yeah We're going to want to hear From you Limit Break Radio On Skype 810-515-8715 LimitBreakRadio.com Slash Discord Kuki is standing by To take your calls She'll forward you Along to us We'd love to hear from you uh, And all of your reactions And thoughts about Stormblood Have you been playing the new jobs what do you think of them uh how far or have you been able to get in uh this broken ass story um. I, I, really uh, well, It's I, not broken So much as it's gated I, I mean yeah if you want to look At it like that you know I know that um, Square Enix had said you know please Try not to spoil uh, You know big moments in Stormblood And I mean I guess If you make <laughs> the content broken Nobody can spoil it so um, Congratulations if you Take notes Atlas <laughs> Congratulations if you've made it all the way to Kugane You're one of the lucky few it seems uh,
0: really lucky? Is that the word we want to use?
2: Uh, well, it's <laughs> yeah, it, it it is like uh pure RNG to see if you can get into some of these goddamn uh uh instances yeah. and duties. Yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a frustrating early access period, and I'm sure you guys have lots to say about that. Uh, so uh, we invite your calls again. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 dot com slash Discord. Um, now it stands to mention that uh. Uh, we we would like to have probably gotten more time with Heaven's Word uh, as we mentioned on Final Encountercast, if you tuned into that uh, and on Checkpoint uh, we were out at E3 this week and uh, it was a busy busy week for us uh, and when we came back immediately uh, the, uh, the 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 um, you know pre- early access uh, period started for uh, Stormblood um, I some of us have gotten farther than others uh, so. Uh, uh, we want to hear, you know, but uh, again, that's why we're curious to hear uh, what, y- you know, you guys have been able to uh, to do with it. It took me till about 1130 last night to start Ooh. feeling human again. So it was uh, it was about 1130 when I first logged on and uh, started being able to plug away at some of the Stormblood stuff. Uh, I, you know, we'll share our own reactions as well as go through the uh, 4.0 patch notes here on the show today. Uh, but before we do that... Uh, yeah. Uh. Salty tears from the Raw Bond Bottle Nick Mine. Um, yeah, kind of. Uh, there's a lot of that. Um, but uh, before we move on into the news, a couple of things we wanted to mention. Uh, we wanted to thank you for your support over at patreon.com slash limit break radio. Uh, that's how we continue to fund and support this show and uh, ensure that uh, content makes its way to you. If you're a fan of the show, if you uh, are maybe a more uh, recent fan, if you've uh, found this on uh, you know your way to finding stormblood or to finding Final Fantasy 14 uh, we encourage you to uh, get involved and uh, head on over to patreon.com slash limit give whatever is appropriate for your budget uh, again it helps ensure that this content remains uh, steady weekly and uh, and and keeps it uh, independent and, uh, and and critical which is uh, all things that our, our audience has been very very Vocal uh that they like About this show um you Know people who don't like this show Are also very vocal about (laughs) What they don't like about the show the thing is Is that they don't give us money To make the show that they Want right like we make the show That we want you decide whether You like it or not and then you Decide whether you want to support it it's a pretty Simple system so you know all Of these people who get butthurt about You know how critical or not we Are or how quote unquote Or salty we get during this show. Uh, again, they're, they're look. They're not paying for this shit. So why should I give a shit about what they think? I mean, could they uh, well, end up paying if, for it if, if we did, if we made something that they like? Maybe, Reddit, but who Raubon. cares? Reddit
4: X Guide is an interesting read.
2: <laughs> Reddit Raubon X Guide is an interesting. Inch- okay, um, i I'm, I'm I'm sure it's. <laughs> witty? I don't know. What
4: it's, it's, What it's, am I supposed to take
2: away from that? Exactly. Thank you for the donation. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, so one of the things, we mentioned this uh, last week, but uh, it is a, it is official, it is up, it is available, and you can get it now. That is, of course, the LB Army First Division Rumpcock Battalion t-shirts. You can ha- get that over at teespring.com. Uh, link is in the chat room. If you are interested in picking up one of these t-shirts, uh, we've got a limited window that they're available. Uh, you've got until thursday june 22nd to uh to order a uh Rumpcock battalion t-shirt and we hope that you do uh because uh we want this to be a uh awesome and successful campaign yeah it looks um, pretty sharp too on like the the, the dark t-shirts it does it, it it's uh it's a it's a good looking shirt so if you haven't uh yet go over to uh teespring the link again provided in the chat room for you uh to uh, be able to uh pick up your lb army first division rumpcock battalion t-shirt and uh, if if you uh, you know if maybe you listen to this uh this show as a podcast uh you don't get the the graphic that's sitting in front of you head on over to uh limit uh i'm sure Kookie will put up a uh, post that has a uh, preview image of this uh of, of this t-shirt along with a link uh to be able to pick it up and uh if, if you're curious what it looks like or curious if you want to pick it up head on over to limit break com. if uh maybe you're not able to uh to to check out the image we, right uh, now
0: we put a lot of work into this i want you to know that this is anatomically correct that little uh thing on this forehead there that's what he pokes you in the butt with and his horns are designed the way they are because that's how he he grabs a hold of you he keeps you in place with those oh really yeah oh wow. mm-hmm. scientifically good, proven good to know
2: um. Anyway, so, yeah, uh, we would like to uh, do more of these shirts, but in order to do more of these shirts, the first one has got to has got to be, uh, you know, it's very, worth. Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be successful. So, uh, again, we want to encourage everyone to head on over to Teespring dot com and pick up one of those. Uh, if you know, if, if it's something that uh, you like, you want you want the rumcock of course who doesn't want the run? why
0: wouldn't who you does not want the, run yeah, the doy
2: of course uh anyway all right let's check out what's going on in ff14 news this is a limit breaking news update
0: with early access release of stormblood it is finally done square enix has officially killed playstation 3 support good riddance. But along with this means that the period to upgrade your account from PS3 to PS4 also ends. So if you didn't, now you gotta pay for it. Womp womp. Too bad for you
2: guys. Uh, I don't know why you would. I I, I don't know why you would be (laughs) clinging to that piece of hardware. Like... Uh, that, that's that been there for a while Like the ability to, to, to
0: switch over Has been there for a October while October since, since yeah. uh, NA FanFest Come on now yeah, yeah. Huh. Get your shit together In an effort to balance out Higher population worlds Square Enix is now offering Incentives for people to jump shit Jump shit to jump ship and head to other jump servers shit? Yeah, jump, just, ship, jump shit yeah jump ship, yeah jump shit I don't know with the way this early access is it's not too far off jump
2: shit from your shit server yep. come to a good one like Sergeant Anna.
0: yeah for example uh, there's both character creation bonuses and uh, bonuses for actually transferring so uh, character creation bonuses awarded at character creation, you get double XP bonus, which will last until level 60 is reached. You'll also get a gift of 10 silver chocobo feathers exchangeable for low to mid-level gear to improve the leveling experiences. Uh, bonus for characters created during this period that attain level 30 in any class, you will get a gift of 1 million gil <laughs> and a gift of 15 days free playtime. Now this is limited once per data center on a single service account, so I don't think you're going to rack up the money by leveling everything to, to uh, level 30. Does this feel weird to anyone else, just, I you feel like a million of gil?
2: Yes, yeah. I mean not we, just not just that, but I mean like if 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 you're at the point where you're giving incentives for people to lo- move from low pop to high pop servers. No, 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 from high pop to low pop. High pop to low pop. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I mean, okay, yeah. Spread your player base out a little bit more, but why? I don't know. Like why? Why take you know thriving servers and try to? you know take a chunk out of their population. I mean, I guess with the cross server party finder and duty finder and shit like that, like I, I it helps alleviate that a little bit, but I I just
0: don't know, man. It, this seems Well, you know, we I don't like it well, like well, I mean, we've, we've we've had talks before about how, especially during down periods. I mean, now with the new expansions out, yeah, maybe it's not so bad. But Balmung was barely affected by the downtime, like it was always popular. Right. But then you look at even Sergeantanus, which is I think a little above mid, and like it was a ghost town. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Imagine some of those servers that are already so low. So like, then people
2: even play on them anymore. So then merge servers or shut them down. Like that's I I, I mean if but you're... that's the first step to a failing MMORPG. I, I see. That's what I think is that like the data supports a decision like that. But that the optics Hurt it Yeah That's what I think And and so they're like Yeah A million gill And like all of these Other different incentives To try to spread The population out When really You
0: know I, I I Oh, man, I just don't like this decision. Well, that's not all, because you also get bonuses for transferring. So if you decide to world transfer, the transfer is currently free of charge, and you can now take the maximum amount of gill that can be transferred has been increased to the cap, $999,999. Uh, or 999,999,999 gil, as well as a gift of ten golden chocobo feathers, exchangeable for special rewards such as rare mounts. You know, they probably needed to get rid of the
2: cap anyway. Yeah, like it was, was, it, was time. Time, it was time. It was time for that. It, that 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 was necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but this seems like a pretty pretty drastic program to try to move characters around and and spread out some of the data load when I just don't know that that's the right decision I think I think condensing the smaller servers would have helped as well yeah. probably I, I mean yeah it looks bad but I
0: think probably would have functioned way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're also uh, adding some changes for the personal housing again if you are a owner of personal housing or apartments when you move you'll be reimbursed for the full price of the estate plus a compensation of 3 million gill for non-recoverable furnishings and then that's uh, as for actual houses if it's the apartments you get reimbursed the 500 gill price as, or 500,000 gill price as well as the 500,000 for non-recoverable furnishing. Okay, um, and I think that's about it. Yeah, that's uh, yep. that that's t- all your bonuses. Wait, 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 wait. One more. uh Transferring from high population to designated worlds. Oh uh, no, it's all just the same. Oh, I'm really glad that we, <laughs> I'm really glad that we pre-read the news here today. Yeah. Good well, job. Well, that was do actually from the uh, the one the uh, actual Thing of Ober. Yeah. Do, was, do your jobs. jobs. Wow, this is really awful. No, You know This what? is coming
2: to a screeching halt. Let's just
0: quietly everyone sit here and shame Kahlo. I think Juxa should do it next week, then. If I'm doing such a terrible job, let's see him do a better one. Because that's your choices. It's me or him. Or we, ben, we actually okay. usually have other people on the
4: show as well. Oh, really? Who? Escalia. Mm, is he going to do it? Yeah, actually, he, he might. He, he might. usually he does might. the news, if you remember. On the other show, he's good at it. Look at the judgment in my eyes.
2: You
0: always have that in your eyes. I'm judging you. Yeah. In a rare moment by SE, they've released a video called 14 Memories that serves as a great example of marketing to your audience. It's actually a very touching and cute video showing a young boy as he grows up and all the memories that he's kept along the way. It culminates with him on a train in a suit looking forlornly out at a baseball field full of youngsters that used to be him. Then it shows several fans fighting, wiping, but eventually winning against Titan X triumphantly. The idea is that even online games can have substantial effects on your life. And I'd like to note, that
2: even Square Enix goes, yeah, Titan X was the pinnacle of our content creation. <laughs> yet, yeah. Yet they
0: don't try to replicate it?
2: Nope. Nope. No. Completely. They're just like, nah, nah. <sighs> Remember when we
4: used to do content together, guys?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And, and see, the thing is, is that it's not his job that prevents him from logging in. It's the fact that there's
0: really not that much compelling to do anymore. Yeah yep he looks back on his lost childhood and he's like yeah it's the same thing in fF14 now sad truth of that sad of that video the winners of the heavens dub contest are in and you can head over on to the official forums for the six winning entries as well as some runner-ups I did
2: not watch these yet i I, I do want to watch uh I do want to watch them i you know
0: did we i I don't know if we shared Winners previously. Last? No, no, we shared. We, we shared winners of the the musical one, but yeah, not of right. not of the the one. dubbing. That's
2: one. right. Yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, congratulations though if yeah. you entered in one. Mm-hmm.
0: I wonder if uh, Scalia and No, come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> in an interview with Kotaku. Yoshib has commented on the current state of Blitzball. It is coming to Final Fantasy 14. Ugh. but the problem is that Yoship isn't sure how to implement it. They're currently stuck trying to decide between two systems. The first would be to implement Blitzball, as it was in Final Fantasy X, but the problem here is that he's afraid people would play it once for the novelty and then never come back to it. Well, that seems to work okay for the rest of their content. Uh, yeah.
2: Sounds, <laughs> get her done. Sounds, the, like, sounds like he's worried about it uh, being Lords of Verminion yeah. syndrome. Or, I mean, even Triple Triad has, has fallen off. Yeah. Like, I, I've noticed that there are card collectors again now with with Stormblood, but not that People do it to
0: collect it, but then that's that's it. it. They don't keep going back to it. The other idea is to have the player act more as the manager and recruit NPCs for the team and then play as the coach, but he's afraid the problem here is that people will look at it and say, that's not my Blitzball. Oh, that sounds like such a dumb idea. Dumb idea. The way that they could do it is, first of all, do it like normal Blitzball right just in the game give actual cool rewards for doing it and then make seasons where at the end of the season everything's reset so then you have a reason to go back and keep playing don't 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 do the manager thing yeah. the manager the manager thing is the. the we, we
4: the already worst. have that technically with like the squadrons where you. oh sent, my god it and, nobody and nobody does squadron. it nobody yeah. does it it's just like renaming all like the instead of like tactical strength it's passing ability and yeah. all this other shit Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, mm-hmm. gross yeah I think that this is so
2: stupid uh, why? In why general? Yeah. Why add blitzball if those Being are the two? If, if those are the two options, right? Like if you, I mean, because even blitzball in ten, it, it was okay, but
0: like it, once you got to a certain, pr- it had problems. Yeah, once you got to a certain point and you were overpowered, the novelty wore off. Right. And that's when there were actually rewards that worked, you know, towards the game. I mean, isn't
4: the whole point of adding swimming to the game was to eventually implement blitzball? And if you're gonna go with a manager route, that just kinda defeats the entire purpose. Yes. Well from our point I don't, of speculation. I mean,
2: I don't know I don't know that, that swimming was added exclusively
4: oh, please. For, <laughs> for, for for blitzball. What other reason is swimming in the game? Exploration. Um, So you can have cities under the water where you go there and then walk around like you're not under the water. Yeah. Isn't that exactly what I said it was going to be? Yeah. Yeah. And And isn't that terrible? Yeah. Yeah. So they
0: had to have a real reason to implement swimming, a.k.a. Blitzball. Yeah. Yeah. And lastly, among the plethora of bugs and glitches currently plaguing early access, one is especially deadly, dubbed the Suzanu Black Hole. If a player is emoting when they enter the duty, on completion they will be put into a black hole for which you cannot escape, not through logging out, uninstalling, or reformatting your computer. People have tried. has said it will take days to correct, including building the patch to do so. You see what ERP has wrought us? Yeah, yeah. No, Well, that's your own fault for ever doing an emote. Why? Why
2: would you? Yeah. So you
4: can dance. Shut the
2: fuck up.
4: Do a little dance?
2: No. Make a little love? Oh, my God. Get out right now. Get down tonight. No, get out right now. Get down tonight. I was right the first time. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah. No. uh, Basically, anyone who has experienced this bug deserves it. And I'm... (laughs) I'm glad that you're stuck in a black hole because you're because, past us in Raobon content. Because well, yes, that's first. That's that's the first thing. And the second, the second reason that I'm really glad is because you should never be doing emotes ever. That that just means that you're a bad player of this game. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you're now stuck in a black hole that you thought it w- it was going to consume your character forever. Like, of course, Square Enix is going to fix it, but I hope it takes like two and a half months. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of. Days. I mean, so much for early access. Too much. Too much. A little bit too much. Maybe like two and one month. Okay. All right. Fine. Go what? I don't know.
4: (laughs) I didn't even make.
2: Okay. My my point is my point is go fuck yourself if you've experienced
4: this glitch because uh, you're dumb. You're a piece of crap. That's why I don't like you. That's fair. That's fair. For people wondering like why it might happen, because. In Suzazu, or Suzanu. Suzazu. Suzazu. I at, like Suzazu better. Suzazu Calloway.
5: Suzazu! After, after that, that fight. That,
4: that's from Futurama, I think. I don't know. I don't watch that bad show. <laughs> after you get kicked out, you're in the swimming area, but you can't normally sit or dance in a swimming area, so the game doesn't know what to do, so it just murders you. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. I mean, that's the theory. Nobody really <laughs> knows for certain, but... That's my theory. Well, good. And that's just a theory that I'm I'm but I'm glad. I'm glad
2: this is a thing because it teaches you a very very important concept and that, that Square Enix doesn't like you. And that is yeah, well, uh, particularly that I don't like you. And and that if you spend the entire episode in the studio emoting at us <laughs> to make the camera pay attention to you that you deserve to be thrown into a black hole
4: that is post susanu i love flaming lamers there you go and let's make absolutely certain the camera won't go to you this time it can't go to you in a black hole can it go fuck yourself okay anyway
0: are you kidding i don't know i don't know either does kyle do you know Uh, he's probably not kidding oh oh he's not no no he probably actually wants people to die in a black hole I mean... What a, if you're what, an ERP what about a white if it, hole? If it, if Would that
4: can, be okay? It's, it's where the Warriors of Darkness are from. Uh, a white hole? Yeah.
2: Isn't that isn't that a kind of oxymoron? None of us is a lot of light. No, I was calling you an oxymoron. You're a moron. Just, just a moron. That, that is about the size oxy-clean. of an ox, yeah.
4: I don't use <laughs> any oxyclean. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: Um, <laughs> God. That well, was, that's that all was, for that the news. That was terrible. Jesus. Ugh! <laughs> Ugh! That was a that was bad. I like,
5: give
3: it
2: a ten. We're a we're a terrible show. Why does anyone listen? Failing to podcast. Failing podcast. Now I love I, the smell uh, of queef in the morning. Now now I now I understand. I totally get it. He's seen the light in what? the white hole. Fucking <laughs> fucking Reddit and my white something hole. awful. They're all right. They 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 had us pegged long ago. Xeno's was right. Fucking terrible. Anyway,
6: I'm almost proud.
0: Uh, Let's talk about the patch notes For Stormblood Alright well here we go Uh, Obviously a bunch of new areas have been added Ralger's Reach Kugane the fringes. What do you guys think of the uh, the, the new areas?
2: I, I I was really impressed with the peaks. I like the peaks a lot. You get to see uh, some of those more permanently now. Now again, I am stuck at Raubon. Just so everyone knows uh, where I'm at, I, I Raubon Ex is uh, is mm-hmm. my current challenge. Uh, so I, I've really only gotten that one sort of like brief aside that takes you over into the peaks. Yeah, yeah. And, I, I and agree though. Very actually. Cool looking. Well, and in, in the distance, you get to see uh, what look like more permanent, long-standing Garlean structures. Yes, as well as which
0: looks really interesting. As well as some of the cool ruins that are there. Like when you first zone out of Relger's Reach into the peaks. Yes, um, or did that you? Too. Did you get to the uh, the the side quest with the the where uh yes. Oh I my did. god, those things first of all are hideous. It, it,
2: it, well, yeah, but the 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 location that mm-hmm. they take you to uh the ziggurat. Yeah. Summons
4: more ziggurats.
2: Um is I mean it's very cool. I I wish I, or, or I'm sorry. I I hope that it's used for something a little bit more than just that one brief aside because uh-huh. that it's that's fairly involved to be, uh, you know,
0: just a, a singular set yeah. piece for that. Um, but that I, I was very impressed with that. Yeah, I liked the, it a lot. The first city they take to you, you two in Peaks, Al-Ghana, uh, I think it is. Like, I actually didn't even realize that at first I kind of walked in. I'm like, oh, this is a city. There's a whole, like, three fucking tents. I did some quests. And when I came back, I'm like, oh, it's built into the side of that mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's I,
2: I actually realized really like the uh, design for the Alamigo areas. Yeah. So far um, they they they've been really good. Yes, they have. Um and and the the little bit of flirtatiousness that you get with the Garlean Empire is also really interesting. Uh the way that, you know, um uh, that that the locals sort of uh you know see the Garlean mm. Empire is also a very interesting uh, dynamic and dichotomy um, that's being played with. We knew that that was going to be yeah. uh you know, a, a plot element but they're executing it fairly well mm-hmm. you yep. have to say uh, so what about the
0: fringes what do you think of the fringes which one is the fringes it's that's the, the, that's just the other ready. side of the wall right with with Raban now yep.
2: that would that I feel like that's the area that I had the most context for yes. going into this expansion because we've got um, you know more than a few set pieces uh, uh, set in that area and uh, you know we got the uh, the the mind, uh, mm-hmm. uh you know zone. And, well, and so we, we did get a, a pretty good tour of that area.
0: Oh, uh, Castrum
4: uh, Juxta needs to up his Red Mage Glam game. He, he looks, looks like more like a generic mage. black mage. <laughs> well, what do you want from me? I'm leveling you, idiot! <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah.
2: Um, no, but he's right though. He is. You he's don't. You right. don't.
4: You don't look like a
2: red. It's not. It's like you didn't even try. Hashtag face this red is, mage. He's the worst fucking red mage. Like is. this is. This is embarrassing. Oh, get off yourself. And at sixty four, you didn't have better glamour options than that shit. That looks good. Than that shit
4: that looks, No it, yeah, it doesn't It looks like a black mage No it mage doesn't shit. Okay it, guess what All the fucking gear Is from black mage So until they like Actually introduce more Red mage is it gear not, Is it not
0: dyeable? You could have at least dyed it red I mean it, f- it is red for starters And no you can't dye it Well then you picked A shitty red And I can dye my gear That I this got is, This is up.
2: just a, uh, I'm sorry But these are all Just bad glamour decisions Which uh, Glamour's the true end game Mr. You glamour Lord You can't even touch your glamour Mr. Glamour Lord Red mage Looks like a black mage Meh, meh, meh. You like look you're fucking
4: wine. awful. You look fucking awful.
2: I, I, I look. But that's a choice. I look exactly uh, the same that I have for the last two years. I know, and it's it's really bad, and I am totally fine with that. You're but, fine with being a bad. But this is this. I'm, you're the one that makes the if big you're deal about it. Glamouring each new piece of gear you get as you get it. You're not trying. See, see, Mister. I've been
4: leveling in PvP. I haven't gotten any new gear yet.
2: Okay, uh, and and you knew when this show was coming. You knew that this was going to be the first time that you got to unveil yourself as a red mage. And this is what you present us with. You f- yeah.
0: fucking looks it looks good. If you're leveling no. in PvP, then you don't have the excuse of well, I'm getting so much gear so quick. I can't just keep on you know glamoring it over and over again. If it's never changing, you should have glamored it. it I'm looks just fine. I,
4: you, it looks no, fine. you look terrible.
0: terrible. You do not. You just, you just can't appreciate what a
4: real red mage would look like. So a I, black I, I, don't mage? Even, uh, I don't even understand why A black why you're mage is that what a real
2: try. red
0: mage looks like? Is a black mage? Yeah, I'm undercover, you idiot. Black mage is the real red mage. You heard look it. Look at the
2: excuses. He just shifts from. Oh, I'm undercover. Oh, I. Didn't, it's. I'm level sixty four. Yeah. No, I PvP. would huh. Such excuses. Trump the position. You knew when the show was. You knew to be presentable, and you you just phoned it in. You phoned it in on the glamour, which is, I mean, again, Juxta Glamour Lord, I think you lose that title. You do. Sorry.
4: It's gone now. It's gone. All right, well. Failure. Complete let's Let's see failure. Kahlo's glamour.
0: I'm not changing to a new job. Yeah. I have the same you're glamour. You're not even logged
4: on because you're an idiot. Same
0: glamour that I had before. Terrible. Because I look awesome. You Just like a Nero. Awful.
4: You look awesome. You look like a Nero, do- awesome. he- like which is the worst. Least he doesn't look Terrible. At like- least he doesn't look like a black mage. It's a red mage. No, it's
2: not. The lighting is really bad. (laughs) Red mage. Yeah. Failing red
0: mage. Thank you. Ammon, thank you. All right. So getting back to the topic at hand, I'm actually most excited for the fringes because we can't access half of it. Well, maybe the people who beat Raubon can, but right. But the uh, I actually went to the bridge, you know, where that giant tower was, thing that we could get on the other side. Nope. That nope. thing's closed right up. Yeah. Um, and
2: and I like that. I, I do like having access to, to, you know, a portion of
4: the zone gated by some kind of mm-hmm. Well, you would think it's gated, but uh, some clever adventurers have found a way to get past the wall without doing Raubon. Oh. uh well, the way you do it is you have a party member with a two-person chocobo, like, touch into the wall, and then you can click on their chocobo, you get poured over, and then you can fly fiend. That's an exploit. <laughs> that's an exploit. That's an exploit. We don't.
0: Everybody, please, please report Juxta for exploitation. Yep. And yeah. bad glamour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, be specific about that bad glamour part.
4: Yes,
7: absolutely. <laughs> I'm not hurt, man.
2: <laughs> um, so yeah I I, I I mean that's interesting But yeah I, I do like uh, So far the zone designs I think that they've improved On their Heavensward designs mm-hmm, yeah. um,
4: They don't have I, I wish they would added more than just two zones To the entire expansion I feel like that was a really low number for the entire expansion, I, I I hear they add more
0: after you complete on Extreme. Yeah, all yeah. there's stuff after that. Yeah, yeah. not oh. much though. I <laughs> mean, so we're exciting. we're looking at what three zones in Authored? We have the Azeem Steps, uh, Yanksia, the Ruby Sea, and and is the Locks? Is that is that Authored or is that, uh, is that in Alamigo I there's three know. in each. I would so, okay. Know. Three so in six each.
2: total. And how many zones did we get with Heaven's Word? Six? Was it six? I
0: think it was six. six. Okay. Yeah. All right. If it's the same, then I. think I mean, that yeah, that's we can't right. really complain. But like on on like a like an immersive sort of scale, I mean, we're in authored, which is in and of itself so huge, and we just got three. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we're going to be getting
2: more of authored. Um. The other thing is, is that I I I remember that um, there was talk about the possibility of going to RADs at hand, too, and that's not uh, present here. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, you know, very well could be...
0: RADs at hand,
4: Fabneria.
0: Fabneria, yeah. What do you guys think of the idea of adding more zones, like, midway through the expansion? I think that would be... It, it, you know
2: what? If that's Square Enix's intention, I'm going to give them huge amounts of praise because I think add Zones... Are one of those big things that you normally really only expect with uh, expansion, an expansion. Release. Yeah, and and I think that. You know, um, setting a new expectation for having an entirely new zone, um, I, I think that might be good for Final Fantasy
0: fourteen overall. It would help, well, I think, keep things, uh, you know, a little bit fresh and exciting going into an expansion that a lot of people, you know, think they already have uh, their number for. They it, did right. add Diadem mid-expansion. Stop that. That's not a zone. Stop. That's
4: and and Aquapolis yeah
2: Neither of those are zones. Stop. Those are instances. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's go to our phone lines real quick and talk to Prince Clary. Hey, what's up, man?
1: What's going on, guys? How you feeling? Oh, I'm chilling just here, stuck in queue.
2: Ah, well, that, <laughs> that seems normal. Uh, so where 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 have you been stalled out on uh, Stormblood Progression?
1: Oh, I'm through, man. I'm more Ruby C at this point, so... Uh, I am not sure. I haven't done Susano yet, but... Uh, make yeah. sure that
0: you sit down or lie down before you go into Susanoo. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good
1: idea.
0: <laughs> I mean, be, be, being on Balmung, I know that that's uh, kind of an inclination
2: of yours, but...
1: Uh, just it is. Make- we, we will... No, we're emoting. We're emoting through the whole fight. If I could emote and do abilities at the same time, I would.
2: Uh, then I hope your character data gets lost forever, it's sir. So bad. Um, no, you have um, done <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, on, on Stormblood and, uh, your reactions to, uh, early access so far?
1: Uh, well, Robin EX, of course, sucked. Uh, I felt it was, that was poor design off the rip to, to bottleneck that soon into the MSQ, but, uh, there is a... Uh, another solo instance right after that that i'm like what and uh the it, it the story really turns up super quick um things happen super quick so yeah. i actually got that sp- kind of
0: i got spoiled yeah. by one of those hitler reacts to stormblood videos <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah yeah you the should zone, be wary of zone those
1: design is the zone design is, is pretty good. I wasn't too much impressed with the fringes, but like you guys said, uh, what was the the peaks? What is it? Mm, oh, yeah. The peaks is great. And honestly, in Anira, I know you, you hate the whole aesthetic, but uh, Kugane is, is absolutely gorgeous. It's well designed. Clear. It's well. I don't care. <laughs> it's great.
2: Fucking weeb.
1: I'll be that. But it's great. Alright. And you can hate it all you want, but you're gonna get there and you're gonna sit but I hate it all, I hate it all, I hate it all, and you're gonna find yourself stuck there walking around, jumping on the roofs, doing all the stuff that you say you hate because it's fun. Yeah, I so, rejected.
2: Yeah, I, I very much doubt that. Um what have you been what have you been leveling? What have you been playing? Uh what job have you been playing since uh, Stormblood?
1: I'm still I'm still on Dragoon. Okay. Uh, that's my main, so I'm gonna stick with that. I Tooled around with samurai and red mage. I'll probably finish red mage first. Uh, that glamour is horrible. See, by
2: the way. thank you. That that was going to be my <laughs> next question was what is your opinion of Juxta's and he red mage is a glamour?
0: Career role player. He would know exactly.
1: He knows it's, dick. It's, it's He's it's an erp
0: ERP'er.
1: And no, and you've been leveling through PvP, and you have a whole PvP set that you could have got. That's dope, and you wouldn't have looked <gasps> oh like my a gosh. Fuck-tard. The, the,
0: the Red Mage has <laughs> PvP gear. What does it look yeah. like? Is it cool? Is it, no,
4: it, no. Well, we don't have PvP Oh, here. oh, really? You don't? Oh, that's lame.
1: No, it's shut the up, casting gear, wheel. and it looks better oh, than what right. you have. So shut up.
4: He, I, he looks a, like a black mage. I, I bought the Garo stuff to try to, like, start doing that while I'm doing PvP. I bought all the stuff, and then I'm, like, trying to figure out what I do to get a title. You have to wear the <laughs> so weapon, too. But no, it, you, there's no red mage weapon, so I can't do the event.
1: Are you serious? Yes, there all, is a red mage weapon. No, there's, there's not. A, not for
4: Garo. Not for Garo. I checked.
1: No, not, okay, not for Garo. Yeah, not for exactly. Exactly.
4: And that fucking gar gear is fucking hideous. Yes, it is. It nah, actually is. We, it's we, not. we knew that. No, knew the castle shit not. is super bad. They, it's not.
1: It, why it, why it, am I why are you guys trying to give out style advice? This is a bad idea. All right, let me finish. Because clearly, you guys know me, and I'm a much better dresser than he is. So listen. All right. Fix your glamour. Get something else, cause you look like an idiot. All right. Next question.
2: <laughs> Debo. <laughs> taken out right there Terrible. um anyway uh so what uh, what has been i don't know what's been your most enjoyable experience for stormblood
1: um i'm gonna be honest man the when you actually get to do the msq it is pretty engaging uh it does kind of have that heaven's war kind of buddy you know kind of adventure thing um so it, it's pretty cool with that heaven's war was really dope because you had that uh those kind of like journal entries mm-hmm. from uh from count uh fortan right which yeah. kind of made it just super epic and it made it feel like oh man this is something now be remembered for everybody in ishgar for the rest of time and this kind of feels The same way, but the best thing I I will say about it is that the Dragon Song War never felt really like a war Mm -hmm. until the end. Uh, This feels like this is a straight-up war from onset. From you know, there's high stakes, things happen, and even though you know you will end up going to Doma, things happen in Alamigo very quickly, and. You are very much so connected to the stakes uh, in the in the main story, so I am very very pleased with with the, the MSQ so far. I,
0: I have a question for you, too, because because and, and again, I've only just gotten past Raubon, so I don't know if this is a trend that that continues, but one of the things that Yoshi said about the story in relation to Heavensward, you know, in Heavensward we had Ysail and Alphano and Astinian, they were kind of like our party, and he mentioned that through Stormblood, the party's kind of going to be rotating in and out a lot, right? And what I'm yeah. worried about, just from what I've seen so far, the way that they kind of break you up into two different paths, at least to start, is that what he means by that is that there's going to be all these different converging story lines and it's going to be you the player that's jumping from place to place and at least in what i've done so far it makes it feel very disjointed does that get any worse or any better
1: um i don't know i can't really i can't really speak to it because i'm not that much further ahead Mm -hmm. but what it does feel like is, is when party members change in and out uh It feels kind of natural. Somebody stays behind for a good reason. Somebody, you know, stays in a certain town for a reason. It isn't just like, okay, you know, Alize, you go. And I'll stay. No, it's it's a good reason why certain people stay. And that actually makes the uh, dialogue between party members Mm -hmm. feel natural. There actually is a point when you arrive in Kugane where you meet a new character and everybody's reaction to that character Is really kind of, uh, it's good and it's kind of natural. And, uh, uh, so like I said, I'm, I'm very pleased with the, uh, with the main story so far, but, you know, anything can happen. Okay,
0: well, that does give me a... a, a, a I remain a bit more positive because of that. Because, a, again, when with, when the way it's done so far, it has been natural and it has made sense, but also looking back, not just at Heaven's word but even at Realm Reborn when they used to have all these different, you know, plot points going on independent of each other, I could see going forward that Stormblood could easily fall into that. So I hope that that's not the case.
2: I also, I, I also feel like there is an, a, a very intense focus on Stormblood. Blood and only Stormblood, like any of these kind of dangling plot threads that we had throughout any of uh, uh you know two point two point X or three point X are going to be um it, it, you know it, we're going to hold off on addressing those until four point X. Like this yeah, seems it feels
1: it feels tighter. Yeah, the whole story feels tighter because in three point oh you still had the ling- lingering storyline from uh old old Da. Uh right with uh the sultana and so you would be in the middle of the you know giovanni and hinterlands and then all of a sudden have to go back to old dot oh, for some oh, reason yes. have some oh. stupid meeting you know and it was it was it would take you out of the story so quickly and that was probably one of the few things about the heavens war main story that i didn't like right uh i don't know what You know, the future of this main story is, but so far, um, the only backtracking is, you know, for something, like I said, that's logical, that's consistent with what is going on in the conflict as a whole. And uh, in particular, uh, I thought it was interesting, even just the person who takes you over to uh, Kugane in particular is is interesting and even has a slight connection to ishgard as well so even cool. that is just subtle all the callbacks and kind of stuff like that is very small and it's insular to the universe and is not something that just pulls you out of what you're doing totally
2: that's really yeah, cool and, but that does also feel like a bit of a concession Uh, That is coming along with the jump potions and the skip potions, because, you know, when when you're allowing your player base to skip past large chunks, uh, chunks of story and content that what they're met with has to be. Pretty self-contained, and yeah. and so I think that's what you see here in Stormblood, and I don't know whether it's satisfying or 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 dissatisfying mm. because I, because I look at
0: it because
2: he, I, I I think it's I think it's a little bit problematic because you do want. A continuation mm-hmm. um, and you do want to feel like the narratives connect and continue and are not necessarily built into their own separate box and while the focus has been nice and and has improved I think some of the beats of the storytelling and has improved some of the pacing elements I do feel wholly disconnected from everything that came before it when Yoshi P says that each new expansion is going to feel like a new game he's not wrong it does feel like a new game in the fact that th- everything that came before it is kind of treated n- n- like
0: uh, to a certain extent how yeah, do you avoid I mean, too, that yeah, like should heavens ward, should heavens ward feel like it made a difference on alamigo right now
1: yeah, it should. But that's why you have like Ishgardian soldiers that are part of the Eorzean Alliance. Now, to somebody who hasn't played through Heaven's War, that means nothing to them. But to somebody who has, they understand how long Ishgard has been out of the loop, how big of a deal it is that Ishgard is even there in some capacity. So, uh, you know, I get exactly what you're saying, Nero. And, and, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's a, pro- a problem for me. I mean, the Jump Potion idea is a problem for me no i'm just but i'm just
2: saying a- the 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 Problem that we have that that the story feels too walled off from everything that came before it or everything else that happened in the world is more symptomatic of, 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 and and as a result of the jump potion. I'm not trying to make any bigger point about the jump potion other than...
1: I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would say, you know, kind of just like how you have, for instance, like the Star Wars sequels and, and prequels, right? Those are still made from a certain standpoint, point for you to jump into each film and kind of watch all of them individually and get something from it. Do you get more if you've watched the entire series? Of course you do. But you can still jump in and watch one of them and say, "All right." Okay. No. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not.
2: But my point is, is I'm not feeling that more element. Yes, that, I, I understand. And, what and, and saying just now. and just having and just having fucking Ishgardian soldiers standing around in a couple of cutscenes doesn't really do it for me. Like there is no, you know, in in the same way, like you know, the Star Wars films build. On a universe and this Stormblood specifically In a narrative sense feels Wholly set apart From everything that came before it And and I understand The reason for it because If you're allowing people to skip Past large parts of the, of the narrative Then you don't want Necessarily uh, You know the the Crux of your existing narrative to Hang on what You know context that you learned from earlier on in the story but at the same time to feel completely disconnected I think it does a disservice to how big how persistent and how fleshed out the rest of this world is
1: I, I see what you're saying but at the same time you know again we're still early in, in the main story quest we don't know how those threads intertwine quite yet and you know I would say let's have everybody finish the main quest first and then we could go back and have that conversation in earnest. So far, I can see what you're saying, but at at the same time, I mean, how would you implement these threads. I'm not trying to defend them. I'm, I'm just curious. What what would you have in the game as a callback to the previous expansions well, that would for, make you feel like this is more tied in?
0: For one point, even though people are pointing out that yes, the wall has segregated, us, that, uh, has segregated us, that certain feats are going to travel around the land, right? This idea of a warrior of light going around slaying primal after primal after primal, that's news that even a wall like Baelstars, I don't think would be able to keep quiet, yet there's a point where when you when you introduce to someone and they're like, Oh, lice warrior and then your comrade. Like when was the last time we got introduced as the comrade? I, I mean it's look there's no
2: one thing that they could do to to alleviate the 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 issue. It's just an observation that I'm making early on. And if I have to predict the way that this moves forward and 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 uh, assuming that my logic and why they chose to go this route is accurate, then what uh, my uh, what I stand to uh, you know to to predict here is is that we won't see uh, uh, much of a continuation of any dangling plot threads until we get to 4.1 or f- you know later on in uh, you know the narrative where we can pick some of those things up. And and I guess I didn't even consciously realize it about Heaven's Word, but Heaven's Word did something very similar where throughout 3.0 it was fairly self-contained and fairly self-referential and it took until 3.1 3.2 in the subsequent Patches afterwards to expand on many of the plot lines that we were left dangling with from 2.x. So you know, if if that's the method of storytelling, I think one of the things that we do naturally as humans is we pick out patterns. And and if you're relying on the same patterns to be able to tell your story, I think your audience is going to end up picking up on it and become savvy to it and 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 As a result, every narrative angle that you take becomes less effective.
1: I, I disagree, because if you have a story that you want to put forth, right again, as as Carlo just said, we've had a gigantic wall separating us from this entire region and the rest of the world. So we can't negate that fact. Certain things that we've been doing on the continent of Aldenar aren't going to reach Alamigo and Authard. And even still beyond that. When you talk to some of the, when you get some of the flavor text, when you see some of the uh, uh, dialogue in the quest, there are people who say, oh, my gosh, the Warrior of Light, this person who fell, you know, Titan, the person who did this, the person who opened Ishgard and this, this, this. There are callbacks to what you have already done. So, you know, again, I think the pattern that you're seeing is is based upon something very early where they're still trying to build this entire area of the world, really three areas of the world that we've never seen. So... While I understand where you're going, I think it's a premature judgment and assessment to make when we haven't done enough of the story. I haven't it, done it enough of the story. Be, it might be to, to, to say that. I mean, it might be. But
2: the thing is, is that if uh, if access to the rest of the MSQ wasn't so fucking bottlenecked for the amount of time that we've had our hands on on Stormblood, we might be able to be making some more informed opinions about these storylines. Uh, but unfortunately, Square Enix, being Square Enix, that's not the <laughs> yeah. case.
0: Failing podcast Square Enix
2: fault Yeah exa- <laughs> Forget those guys uh, Suck failure freaks Anyway uh, Clary Thank you very much For uh, joining us here today And uh, hanging out On uh, on Limit Break Radio By the way Prince Clary Is uh, also known as Norris He is one of the hosts Over at Checkpoint Radio uh, Thank you by the way For all of your hard work With us out at uh, At E3 And I hope everyone Will stick around Following Limit Break Radio To hear Checkpoint's E3 Coverage live from the show floor prince clary thanks for joining us here today
1: oh for sure guys and if you're on baumong uh let me shoot me oh. a friend request
2: yeah. oh do do that all right thank you Asshole Take it easy, Clary Thanks for calling in If you want to call Limit Break Radio Limit Break Radio On Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 LimitBreakRadio.com Slash Discord We'd love to hear from you And hear all about Your experiences With Stormblood What do you think? Have you been enjoying Your experience? Are you liking The new jobs? What are you liking the most? And uh, what has been Been the most frustrating? If you just want to call up And bitch about uh, Rauban and and Pippin and the, the bo- lines. The bottlenecking, the lines. Uh we're we're here to listen to you. Uh limit break radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio dot com slash Discord
0: all right so obviously new main scenario quests have been added duh um, you know what my, my my favorite moment has actually been right at the super very beginning right at the start of the msq when you're all deciding all right you know we're gonna go to alamigo blah 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 and then someone's like well wait what about back home who's gonna take care of things here and everyone looks over to you know who no oh, boy lols and he's like I got this. Expectations. (laughs) Uh, New side quests have been added. Um, New job quests have been added. Juxta. Yes. Uh, What do you think of the... the, Oh, my God. Actually, no, no. Recalling what you said on stream, I don't
4: don't want to talk about this. You don't want to talk about uh, the story of becoming a bang mage? (sighs) Oh... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, okay, okay, the story... I'm sorry, (laughs) what? What? Come back. Wait, back it up. Back it up. Many people don't realize this, but uh, in order to become a red mage, you have to uh, bang, like all your powers come within banging other people. (laughs) All right, so tell, tell us about becoming a red mage. All right, so it starts off, you have to go, uh, you, there's, well, how's it go? Uh, you start and you save this girl, uh-huh, right? Yeah. Uh, but when you go out there to where the, you have to go save the girl at, there's already a red mage who presumably already banged the girl and saves the day and kills all
0: the bad people. Okay, w- w- what are the context, Well, like what context clues were given that you think that he banged her first? Oh, well, the context clues, clues come later oh
4: okay so after you like after you watch this thread mage become a total fucking badass he's like all right let's go back to the sister and bang her too
0: wait, wait he says that
4: i mean not verbatim but i mean you can imply that so you go back to the sister and she's like oh my gosh thank you so much blah 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 and you're like all right and he's like all right man that was pretty cool you want to go uh, go have a drink at this uh bar and you're like yeah sure and then you go there fades to black you bang well he bangs you because he has to get power <laughs> he bangs
0: you the player yeah
4: so you got banged. banged by some dude well, yeah of course you do because he's a red mage you're not a red mage yet and then when it comes back into the thing he's like man you're pretty cool you want to be a red mage and you say yes he's like i knew it he gives you a thing and he's like all right so all our powers come from banging and later on you have to bang you go to Limsula lomensa and you have to bang uh you have to bang these chests like these wooden boxes oh, So what yeah, you have to bang these boxes to see like who's, like who's uh, a smugglers are and stuff, you know? You have to bang the box. So, like, are there holes in the boxes? Well, oh, no, you have to make the holes yourself. So, like, so, you're like, a red mage. You're Glory holding a box? Yeah, and it turns out there's a chicken there. Oh, my God. What? There's a chicken in there? There's, there's, a, no, there's a chick in the box. A girl, in, like a girl, a girl in is in the, the box. box.
0: Oh, okay.
4: it's, we, it's Aria. <laughs>
0: what? Her
4: name is Aria. I feel like you are leaving out so much stuff. Well obviously there's more banging in between everything, but basically you bang the box and by proxy, Arya, and then you go back and then she becomes a red mage and everyone bangs. That's how that's how red mages get their, their power is through banging people. Did, did you what do you make of this? Why do you think are I'm wearing you, what are you asking me for? Uh, I'm eating my I mean I, I I don't I checked out I, I checked out five minutes I, ago. Why do you think I'm wearing a dress right now? I'm not wearing any underwear because at a moment's notice I'm going to have to bang something to regain my powers.
0: This is fascinating. <laughs> can we please get a caller who's actually done the Red Mage quest line so that we can, like, separate fantasy from fiction here?
4: Yeah, this seems like a really bad fanfic. Oh my god, the worst fanfic. It, it all ties back in. This is actually a callback to Bravely Default, where Red Ma- the Red Mage comes from banging people. Uh, t- I mean, are you? I don't know whether to take this seriously. Can I no. buy a house in the Weaboo Town end, Should I take didn't no? show all my Weaboo. friends? What? Weebu? weeaboo, do, do I take Weaboo, this seriously Weaboo. or no? There's a donation. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: fucking, I'm it, not,
0: it was talking about weeaboo stuff. It's fine. Thank you for the donation. Eating, I'm eating my goddamn sandwich. Uh, no, I no. Don't 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 take it seriously. I'd okay. say no. Let's 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 not. Um, I have obviously I've I've done the I'll first get the
2: rest of my sandwich.
0: Yeah, I I've, <laughs> I've done the first ninja quest. Uh I'm not too impressed so far although although they brought back a character that
4: Oh, the, the best guy? Stop. He, you know no. he didn't die. He's, you know he was coming back. You had to know. Did you not know? It was dumb. He's the best character. I hate character. that guy. He's juxtaposition incarnate. I hate him. I know. He even has my
0: stupid little, I mean, my super awesome uh, face line. Yes. Yes, he does, and he's terrible. Uh, Obviously, they've also added new quest classes for crafting, blah, 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 blah. I did do my Dark Knight. Well, all right, so so what did you think?
2: (laughs) There wasn't much to think. I mean, that first quest, like, at least for for Dark Knight, that first quest was not that involved.
0: Yeah, it kind of just, for, for me, it just, like, I don't even know
2: up stuff. Like, I don't even know what it's setting up. Like, to be honest, I'm not sure where, it's, where, where right. we're trying to take
4: it. The real question is, why are you doing your quests now? Because you only get in a job ability at the very end, the last quest you do. So I feel like the better way to do this is to just save it all until you're 70 and then go back and do it all, and and do it all at once. But, yeah. but
0: then you're wasting XP. I mean, look, for for Dark Knight, <laughs> I, I, X- I, I get it, because Dark Knight class quests in Heaven's Ward was, like, the shit. Like, everyone fucking loved those ones. Yeah, True. I was actually anxious to kind of continue it because, like... I'm interested in the Dark Knight
2: order, mm-hmm. and you didn't get a whole lot of info That's, on it. Why That's are you
4: eating on the podcast? Because
2: I am starving. Well, why didn't you eat when you went to the store? Because I can't eat and drive at the
0: same time. That's fair. What? I'm making my own rules up today. Oh shit. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Uh, no, I can see it being a big letdown for you. Can though, you not eat and get roadhead ju- or I- drive and get roadhead at the same time? Juxta. What are you even talking We're about? We're doing a show about Final Fantasy right now. Can you stop talking about giving a Nero Roadhead? Seriously. Sorry, Bang Mage. You fucking weirdo. Anyway, I could actually see like I can, I feel kinda bad for Dark Knights because how do you really top that? that first quest line, you know? It was
2: really good. I don't know, whatever they're building to better be fucking great. Yeah. See,
0: the, I don't I don't have high expectations for Ninja cuz it's basically like, "Oh, guess what? Some scroll got stolen. Okay, well, Let's go and get it." But Ninja is like this is their expansion. Shouldn't you be super hyped cuz this is your homeland? Well, it just depends on on the story. I mean, if it turns into something greater than maybe uh, Captain Jack is actually coming with us and I mean, he's Ugh. a cool character, Vomit. but yeah. Vomit. I hate all those rogues. Even the uh, the Makote chick? I mean, I'd bang her, but that's about it. Okay. Uh, new fates have been added. Uh, what I find interesting about the fates, and then again, once people actually get leveled, it's not going to matter anymore. But uh, one of the things they've done is sometimes fates will spawn with bonus XP. Um, now this might have been cool if they didn't actually indicate which one had it. Just at the end, you'd find out bonus XP or not, because then it would, I think, uh, incentivize people to be going on doing all of the fates. But instead, you look on the map, and it'll actually have like a little icon on. It be like, oh, bonus XP. So now everyone chooses that one over everything else. Uh, also, there's a chance at the end that special enemies may appear, and a if you twist uh, of fate, <laughs> yeah. And I actually uh, think this is kind of cool it is yeah. it is uh, the the enemy looks at least in this picture looks really really cool um, yeah. anyway by defeating this enemy all players participating in the fate receive a rating uh, that grants them the yes the twist of fate status and that uh, experience earned on fates will then dramatically be increased going forward so it does provide I think an alternative to Palace of the Dead which is good considering up until I guess today Palace of the Dead was nearly un wait what doable Really? Was the Palace of the Dead like broken at first yeah okay at the very start of Heaven's Ward,
4: uh, or Heaven's Ward, uh, Stormblood Stormblood's yeah. early access uh, you could not do any duties whatsoever. So you couldn't do Palace of the Dead, you couldn't do PvP, dungeons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, them, It was completely dead for like two, three hours. Yeah. So yeah. I was grinding fates for that time and oh my god, it was so slow. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, but that's when the uh, Yoshi implemented this like 11 person queue for the ro- rob thing and then everyone could Oh my god, it was play. only 11 people? I mean people, rumors, whatever. Well, yeah, right, right. But anyway. No, I'd I believe that. I'd
2: believe 11. <laughs> yeah, 11. <laughs> based on, uh, based it's on... A Experience and and data, yeah, I, I believe it. It's a throwback to uh, Tanaka. He's like,
0: this is the kind of stuff Tanaka would do. Oh my god!
2: Uh, by the way, thank you for letting me eat on the show. I'm fucking, I'm so hungry, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to be out in the in the kitchen for like five minutes with just you two chuckle fucks on the air unattended. So I had to come back and babysit. But Kyle did so well with the news. Yeah, clearly. And you're doing so well. I was gonna say T- telling us it, about
0: red mage. Is it, is it better mage. talking about the pedophilia mage? That's the thing. Because she's the, a little girl, isn't she? You, you not little. See you, you,
2: here's here's what you picked up on, Kahlo is that you heard me hearing the, the story that Juxta was telling while I was eating the first part of my sandwich, and I said, I should get back in there. I need I, I think he needs my help. So you're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Satori Komeji uh,
5: after look this at uh, donation.
2: mages with better glamours than Juxta. There's a lot of them. I don't see any. There's at least, I see two, at least. One of them is a three. fucking pig. There's three. <laughs> I, I, and you know what? That's number four. Congratulations. The the pig is better than you. Uh, going to, back to the phone lines and uh, talking to Satori Komeji. What's up, Satori? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's up?
8: So, uh, I was with Juxta during the entire time with Palace of the Dead on the, the first day.
0: I'm sorry. Wait, were you, and, what? uh... Yeah. S- he's saying that he leveled with you in Palace of the oh. Dead on that first oh, day. Oh,
4: yeah, it was fine! Satori, did I saved your ass so many times with Vercure, it's not even funny. Ver- Satori, did he bang you?
8: Uh, no. I mean, with that outfit, I don't I don't think he's... I think he's lying. Oh, yeah. It Ooh. wasn't this outfit, for starters. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> ah. The other outfit was somehow even worse.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Shade, serious shade. You're just upset that you're a stupid little weeb who can't handle playing a real job like ninja with actual hard stuff like mudras, and you have to have your stupid gauge which you can do weapon skills between all your stupid shit, bro. I
8: don't see you doing 20k crits. I,
4: I also, I also
2: don't see him in very cool armor either. It's a dress. Yeah, I
4: noticed. I'm not wearing underwear. (laughs)
8: <laughs> I mean, you know what samurais do? They just go to every single bar on the face of Eorzea, get drunk, and kick ass.
4: Yeah, because yeah, they're homeless. You know, I'd like to
0: little point little. out though, in PvP, samurais are really easy to kill. You're right? <laughs> they're super squishy. I, I
2: did. I did do uh, one dungeon. I did a snow cloak yesterday with uh, a samurai and a red mage in my party, and. Uh, I didn't notice anything. Like,
0: I, I was just like, I could have been in a party with any two DPS. You, it just it didn't make much know of a difference. what red mages are really good for is low-level dungeons? Because even in Sustachia, oh, which yeah. is like, what, 15 or 16? Yeah. They get an AoE that Oh, early. oh my oh. God. It was so good. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That's kind of nice.
8: Haven't done, I haven't done any leveling dungeons because Samurai below level 62 is garbage.
2: So, uh, Satori, I, I'm assuming you're playing Samurai. Uh, what are your thoughts yep. about Samurai?
8: So, uh, the best thing I could say is, uh, Samurai, when you first pick it up, you don't get the Kanki gauge, the little sword that builds up energy, until you hit 52. After you hit 52, the only thing you can do with it is use the Katen, which busts up your little Felcleave. The uh, Midgari is sick as shit. I'm sorry. Like whatever can, the fuck it's
0: can, can we get a Google Translate, please? Uh, Try speaking American. It's Fel-cleave. the only language I
8: understand. <laughs> I'm going to call it Felcleave, because that, that makes sense. Okay, right, fine. So fine
4: I'm, that's I'm, good. Thank you. Fair enough.
8: So, you're basically looking forward to your Fel Cleaves, and your gecko, your Yuki your your, uh, your Kaze, and your Kasha combos, which, I mean, gives me a fucking Final Fantasy XI boner. Uh, they all give buffs or debuffs to your enemies, so you buff yourself, you know, you give yourself haste, give yourself a damage buff, and then you give the enemy a slash and debuff. And then you want to buff yourself, and you want to fucking Fel Cleave. And that's
0: how Samurai is okay, right, for uh, the first uh, what, 10 levels. What, what level are you right now, then?
8: 65
0: 65 okay here's the question i have for you because in an interview that i read before stormblood's release uh yoshi p had said that samurai is sort of set up to be a very complicated job it's easy for people to, to pick up but it's going to take a very high skill gap in order to u- utilize it effectively you're gonna have a lot of different choices and stuff like that do you get that kind of sense from what you've played so far
8: yes in a sense that what you when you're fighting a boss let's say uh when i was fighting uh susanu uh, you have to decide, you know, because with uh, Kasha and Gecko, they're positionals. And if you do the positionals, you get extra Kenki, which you want because you want to do more of your, you know, your special abilities. Uh-huh. You know, your Shinten, which is an off-global cooldown, 300-point seed, you know, that's fucking instant hit. And later on, you get a uh, 500 or 800 potency that costs half your gauge That that's a, also a line uh, AoE. So you basically want to burn your kenki, but you also want to keep an eye out because when you have twenty, k- when you have your next midari, uh, whatever, uh, your next spell cleave up, you want to make sure you have twenty kenki so you can buff that and this fucking whale on him for over a thousand
0: potency. You know, this sounds really interesting, but I'm having such a hard time getting by all the stupid samurai lingo. Like every time he says kenki or whatever, I just kind of like twitch and I'm like, oh my god, that's so you stupid punch
9: like
4: somebody thing. who isn't
0: American.
2: I mean, is it is it? That much different from you know your ninja bullshit. Like well, except ex- ex- we a have lot different
8: from your ninja bullshit because you don't have to keep an eye on your you dot. Well, oh, no, uh, no, 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 he no, no, he no, no. You it. It.
0: In, in terminology, right. not in function. But this is the thing: when You're we not... talk about ninja terminology, sure, we can use a stupid weeb terminology, or we can just say fire, lightning, haste, and you and know, what everyone mean. knows what
4: ninjutsu is. Yeah,
0: you don't have to be weeby about it. Nah, eh, I guess the worst thing we say is mudra, and then
4: all of our weapon skills is like. Aeolian Slash or Shadow Strike. Shut up, you red mage. He did air quotes for anybody who couldn't it's see. That's right. Uh, so that's
2: everybody. Anyway. It's
8: <laughs> sort of better we can't see him.
2: Uh, anyway, it, it, it's, it's definitely interesting. I may end up uh, eventually giving it a try. I did like uh, Samurai from 11. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if for no other reason that it felt light and quick but it also hit like a fucking truck and that was that was one of the the big appeals of of samurai in the way that it felt like it played um
8: definitely they definitely carried it over from 11 because after you hit 62 and you get you start building up your gauge a lot faster it's a lot more hectic i mean you have your you know your build-up phase but you when you burn you burn hmm. and it's it's like when you hit Gecko and you see like that 1k crit you're like oh yes
2: that's uh you know, I'm
8: here I'm here doing my Fell Cleave, you know, and I'm probably going to hit like 30 40k. I want you know, I want to take this I want to take this job at 70 and like with my Susanna weapon and everything, I want to go to Ravana and when he has his weakness, like when he's weak to attacks, I just want to fucking crit with a dragoon by my side and an the Ast- Astral login giving a giving me a buff cuz I want to see how much of a health bar I can take out with one move.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to guess that it's probably going to be pretty significant. Uh, anyway, Satori, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. If you'd like to give us a call, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 limitbreakradio.com slash discord. Let us know what you think of Stormblood, how much fun you're having, uh, how
4: bottlenecked uh, Raubon is, uh, whatever it, would it is. It would be fine if you would just make a line, you guys. You know how no, hourglasses you know work? You know what? There's a whole bunch of shit, mm-hmm. and it goes down into
0: a hole. You got to just straight shoot the hole. I, I need Bang to say Mage. something, because you know what? Creating a line does not work. I'm going to tell you why. No. When you create a line, you get people like Kooky. okay? The line cutter, okay? In fact, she is so notorious with line cutting. I'm sorry, Kooky. I could call you out for this, okay? At FanFest, she cut to the front line. Of the Suzanu line. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be kidding mm-hmm. me! Yeah, but don't worry. She actually beat Suzanu. Failed three times. You lose. Yet, if you were watching our stream the other day, you may have noticed that Kookie was wearing a shirt that says, I beat Suzanu. Wow, mm. that's so next year. It's mm. a lie. Mm. She was carried by her battle team from the previous E3. Mm. They won and got her a shirt. Apparently, that should make it okay, guys. Yeah,
3: I'm pretty butthurt about it.
0: But her shenanigans didn't stop there. Did you see what she did to Yo Sheep? No. Her and Ascali actually found Yo Sheep on the E3 floor, right? Yeah. Got, got some hugs, some pictures, some autographs. While this was happening, though... A line was forming behind him, Ooh. and so now he had <laughs> all of these people waiting to talk to Yoshi. You could see it in his eyes in that picture; he's like, "God damn it, Limit Break Radio!" You have done well, but you know we
2: just create problems for him everywhere he goes. Yeah, you
0: really pissed me off tonight, Kuki.
2: I hope you're proud of yourself. <laughs> you should be ashamed. <laughs> Kookie. maybe we should change her uh, her her nickname from the firewall to line cutter. R- right, the Kooky. firewall has been breached by Suzanu. Kooky Kookie line cutter persona. How about that? She's the line cutter. There we go. Yep. Uh, anyway, give us a call. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 dot com slash discord. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and all about your Stormblood experience. Um, I, I, what do you guys think of the battle changes? Now, I know, uh, uh, Juxta, you have been focusing very closely on Red Mage, um, but it, Kahlo, you and I are, are sticking with our... Our standbys. You're yep. staying with Ninja. I'm staying with Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you noticed
0: so far about the battle system changes? What do you like? What don't you like? A lot of what's been changed, I think, lines up with the philosophy that Yoshi has been you know, touting for the past few months, and, and that's that they want it to be Simpler Now, for a lot of people, that translates to, oh, they're making it easier, which, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with that logic, but I don't think that Yoshi's intent was so that things are getting easier, Um because I mean there's uh, in terms of
2: ability bloat I felt like I was taking at least four actions off of my hot bar yes.
0: from heaven's word to storm I did take quite a few things off but then with uh, the inclusion of all the new uh, cross class skills oh, I, I feel like I have the same amount which I mean, it's better than than bloating. I don't think I do. I, I actually, no. in
2: terms of in terms of especially for Dark Knight, in terms of defensive abilities, mm. I feel like I had a lot of tools in my toolkit for Heaven's
0: Word, and now at least two of them have been nicked. Yeah, I'm definitely Dark- not using as many buttons as I was. Dark Knight got hit just as hard. Yeah. Uh, just
4: as hard as white mage in that regard, and and the thing is, is I think one of those is, um, it, you
2: know, like I, I think it's fairly redundant to have an AOE provoke for Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight is, if nothing else, great at AOE hate control and 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 AOE crowd control. Uh, you know, we've got we've got the 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 one ability that with the AOE around us and then mend, the, yeah, uh, and then and then the uh, the other one that uh, you, we can shoot out. I I don't know a job ability names why would I know job-ability? there we go sure yeah, Dick, we're, we're, Dick we're call it that. <laughs> whatever sure. whatever it was
0: um but no I I definitely feel like I I still have to like focus on my rotation you you can't just dial it in you still do have to pay attention to things oh sure um, yeah yeah yeah
2: but it it has been
0: Stripped down at least a little bit. Yeah, and actually, what I've noticed happen, what I've noticed because of that, and, and again, this is something that Yoshi said in one of his interviews too, is he wants people to focus less on how efficiently can I press my buttons in the right order and be more concerned with you know what's going on around you as well as what you're doing. Right. Which I kind of get that sense, especially in PvP. I have done some PvP, so I gotta take a look at the the quote unquote one button combos. Um, I think they went a little bit too far in the way that they neutered PvP, but again, I see sort of the direction that they were going in, how they wanted to sort of simplify things so that, you know, there's not as much stuff going on like all over the place. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think I had more fun in PvP these past two days than I have. Now, that could be because they uh, took away. Uh, Invisible in PVP So now (laughs) I don't really Have much of a choice But to play Is it it, it, it Might it it Have something to do With the fact That you can actually Queue for PVP That definitely Mm -hmm. helps Um, But they've cut down On a lot of your abilities Too You know in PvP specifically The ability bloat Has definitely gone away You like, have like 10 abilities yeah, total Yeah like, like it really comes down to These are your, like the main ones you hit And then you have something You want to kind of save For like kill shots and Yeah stuff like I that. feel
2: like you've got A single bar mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm.
0: now you know, here's the thing I mean Juxta We're talking about this I still don't know quite yet If this is going to benefit PvP overall Because yes I don't think On one hand You do have a, a new people Who are now trying out PvP But you've also I think Alienated a lot of the people That like PvP the way that it was Yeah and and the thing is is that every time
2: they try to make PvP more accessible It ends up You get a bigger drop off of people
0: Who are interested in PvP in the yeah. first place It's hard to tell right now What the long term effects are going to be Because most people are just doing it to level right now Well,
2: What have the, the long term effects been For every time that they've eased content And tried to make it quote unquote more accessible What has been the long term effect of every time That they've done that it, is, it, it has led to waning interest And falling engagement Period Yeah, yeah. Yep. and i think that that's going to happen again with pvp mm-hmm. you make it you, you make it easier you strip it down and you think oh well more people will will participate well y- you know you had you had a regular churn of people when you were giving an incentive of tomes to be able to do it. Yes, and then once tomes became worthless, people stopped queuing for PvP again. Yep, for what? A- it's- and and that's that same cycle again and again and again. And and coming in and just I don't know taking the nuts off the thing. I just I think is a real detriment to. The, all the work and development that went into it originally,
4: for what it's worth, I've I've been having a lot more fun in PvP overall. Uh, all because your, you're a bad. All of your actions have way more potency. You don't actually have auto attacks anymore, but like all your attacks are like 1, potency, 1, I, I, I do like a thousand potency, a thousand seven hundred and fifty potency. Everything is really weighty. Like you pack a punch now when you can land that
0: hit. Yeah, I do feel like now when I'm actually engaging in PvP that I'm contributing, yeah. whereas before, unless you and a few other people got like you know one player off to the side you felt like you were just poking and nothing was really happening yes, yes. there's definitely a lot more exchange like you know exchange of like lives lost and taken and okay stuff
2: like that's that. fine but did you have to did you have to take away the combo
4: sequences to be able to pull that off i mean eh, yeah. i don't know and see that's the thing well, like, and, and, and if you think that why that's the thing though like i don't know if i'm actually gonna i'm if I'm honest, I don't think I'm going to play PvP once I'm done leveling no, and I no, don't not, need tomes. Not unless they put some awesome glamour in there. And yeah. and again, then that comes back to
2: the core problem, that the problem wasn't with the way that PvP was structured, and it the problem was with the incentives. As always. Mm-hmm. This is what we've been fucking saying the mm-hmm. whole time. If you're not addressing what the actual problem is, why strip your system yeah. down? That's true. What does that actually do? What does that, what what Purpose Does that actually serve? And the thing is, is that I haven't seen a satisfactory answer Mm -hmm. from anyone. Not not one defender of this idea. Not one dev has been able to justify this to a a place where it feels satisfactory. And I'll tell you what, if I was majorly invested in PvP before Stormblood, I would feel like I just had my favorite part of this
4: game stripped. Mm -hmm. That sucks. For what it's worth, Joe Never, big proponent of uh, old PvP, was super hated it before Stormblood, played a little bit of it, uh, didn't really like it, played more of it. He's warmed up to it, so... Okay, I mean... Uh, again, that's I'm not. That's just I'm, one opinion. I'm not terribly invested
2: mm-hmm. in PvP, so uh, you know, take my opinion for what it's worth. All right. Well,
0: uh, let me ask you then, andio. You know, now that you've been, you know, playing Dark Knight, have you actually gotten to use your new like UI element yet? Because I actually haven't got to the point where it's opened up the the new like Ninjutsu thing. I have my pinwheel, but I haven't opened up your Kenki Yeah, Kenki. Uh, I
2: I basically mine just sort of feels like it tells me whether I have grit on or off. Is, is sort
4: of uh-huh. the, the You're going your, to I think, blood gauge? Yeah. Uh, probably at 62. Oh, okay, I so think. you
0: you don't have your secondary gauge yet either then. No. All right. No. Nope. Uh, so, obviously, they've added new housing uh, areas, uh, Shirogane, which uh, I'm pretty sure they're this doesn't actually get open to be able to buy stuff Not until, yet. yeah, after the uh, uh, probably uh, 4.1, it, probably.
9: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Uh, they've doubled the amount of furnishings that can be placed in places. Uh, have you... Added anything? Like, have you done besides rearranging our house? Have you actually added more stuff yet? Not yet.
4: Nope. I haven't done anything uh, inside the house. And they've only added stuff, uh, made it more accessible inside the house. Outside the house, we are still capped at a pretty, pretty low number. Oh well,
2: I, I feel like our yard is already way too crowded. Anyway, I, I do. Crowded. I, uh, the the upstairs is looking a lot better mm-hmm. so far. Um, all right, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to uh, Doris Givinavian, uh of Tonberry. What's going on, Doris?
9: Oh, you fuck it up every time.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I tried.
9: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Oh, fuck Rabban, eh? I I spent like four hours trying to
0: get him back. Bit- instance. Uh, well, you and everyone else. I, I mean, uh,
2: again, uh, common bottleneck, uh, both Raubon and Pippin. And then uh, as you progress forward, Suzanu is uh, is yet even it's another very
4: dangerous, uh, another the most dangerous primal.
2: You know, some of the shouts for that issue have been hilarious because I've seen people go like, uh, don't queue up for Susan. Uh, actually, I've seen it. the most extreme one that I saw was don't queue up for anything or change Zones or log out because It'll delete your character data <laughs> And I'm just like What? Don't do anything Like like
0: honestly it was like This person was like I don't even know if I should Type this message <laughs> There was actually I know that there was one server that got Hit with the alt F4 trick on Raubon How do we get through Raubon? Alt F4 half the line disappears ah! Like the fact people are still Falling for that Fucking in 2017 owned. Come on. Fucking
2: owned uh, Doris outside of, uh, outside of outside uh, of Rauban, what if what are your thoughts about uh, Stormblood?
0: Uh, pretty good. I, I'm um, enjoying the new
1: zones. Uh, they're a lot better than humans would in my
0: opinion.
2: They do seem a a, a little bit Bigger Um, I think you know One of the things that'll help with the perspective Is once we're able to fly in each one of the Zones Mm -hmm. Um, I do like the Way that that they're That they're taking me through the zone At least initially Um, It it, it does feel like a pretty good uh, You know theme park Where they're you know just taking us from attraction To to attraction yeah I think uh, the thing
0: That I miss that
2: that part is done very well
0: Yeah the thing that I miss and I'm waiting to see what ends Up being the Stormblood equivalent is that Heaven's Word had a very otherworldly feel to everything. You know, from the way that Sia clouds, Azizla, the churning mists uh, were sort of set up, everything's a little bit more grounded. Obviously, no pun intended, and and I think that where that sort of wow spectacle or factor is going to come from is in stuff like the ziggurat or these ruins that are scattered around everywhere. Yeah, I I, I definitely think that there's uh, that there's something to that, um
2: and and I think that you know we might see like we did with Heavensword, um you know some additional expansion of of the map through instanced zones. Yeah. Um you know we, we did see Square Enix kind of fleshing out some of those heavensward uh you know heavensward geography uh like um self uh you know things like that um it, you know I, I think that we're going to see some of that that same tactic here uh and that by the end of uh of of 4.0 you know as um you know as as an expansion that the map will feel much more full than it does right now um, although you know a big part of that at least in heavens word was the uh, you know the the um, uh, raids the the alliance raids and uh, as we know those set to uh, take place in the evil East or um, you know something like that so uh, again you know there's there's the potential that that may not be playing uh, a huge role in exposing geography but you um, you know, you had mentioned early on that uh, only getting three zo- three zones, kind of a piece for each part of the continent uh, doesn't seem to flesh out much of authored very much, uh, and and I think that you know time will tell uh, to be able to see how much of authored we have left to expose as we move forward in uh, in expansions. So, um, but so far I'm, I am liking what I see from the zone design.
1: Yeah. I- I just want to know, like, how um, endgame is going to pan out, um, and how the raids going to work as well.
2: I mean that's a that's a good question. You know we know that uh, you know we know right now um, that they're holding back the raid for an, uh, what is it a, a two to two three three two, 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 to three weeks yeah, or, something, or something like that maybe even a little bit longer after the official release right so right so yeah. so, so they 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 hold that back for a little bit um, so that people don't feel the need to to poop sock themselves or give themselves a heart you attack know? in order to grind all the way to that to that point so um, I, I, You know, I'm, I'm interested to figure out what that narrative hook is going to end up being. But I, I mean, clearly well, we haven't seen it yet. Not
0: even just the narrative hook. And, and, and maybe people in our chat could tell us. Obviously, you know, we're not very far into it. So people in the chat could well, tell us if well, this is something that's going to pop up or not. But when you go back and you look at binding coil, like you knew where the binding coils were. Like you saw those things. They were huge, huge set pieces in the zones. And even when it came to Alexander, even though he was just in one zone, you know, like there was Alexander. You knew where it was. Sure. The mainstay raid is going to be Shinryu and Omega, who I think you know the theories right now are that they're you know lost in time somewhere or, or, or whatnot. what. Now we have no idea where they are. So is this going to be the first time that a major raid doesn't have some type of big set piece that actually exists somewhere in the world? Again, I I think that um you know there's there's evidence that
2: there is you know a hole that was bored by Ultima and Shinryu, and uh and and I think that you know yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna see it and. And instead, there's going to be a big hole or a big, mm. you know, space that that is sort of representative I feel of that. Like that's now, no. but the thing is, the thing is, bang here's the thing. Fuck off! What the fuck? I don't, I don't even know where this is. Oh god, I don't. I'm turning your mic off. Fuck you for the rest of the show. Fuck you. This hey, stupid please. bang mage shit. I don't even know where like, he's trying to pass this bullshit off. You
0: know what's funny? One of us is going to go and play red mage, and it's actually literally going to be about banging. We're going to be like, huh? Well, damn. <laughs>
2: Well, he gets to deal with the the rest of the show because if he's not gonna if he's not gonna contribute anything fucking meaningful or, or helpful to the discussion, why bother? Yeah. Oh, why are you so
0: angry? Uh, you're being Nika right now. Is that Seriously? what you want? Are you proud of yourself, Nika? Yeah.
4: Explain that. She doesn't
0: contribute. Oh, okay.
4: That makes sense.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, so anyway, um, you know, I I do think that, um, you know, that that having a physical representation of your raid is cool that you can kind of, you know, go up to and, and look at. But the thing that you got to remember about binding coil, while we did see etheric disturbances, we didn't necessarily see the binding coil. Our first point of entry was an etheric, dis- etheric disturbance, and we went progressively deeper and deeper mm-hmm. and deeper to be able to...
0: Finally those, reach the binding Those coil. giant like shards of stuff that were Sticking up weren't those a result of the Binding coil those were as a result Of the calamity oh, and it wow. was
2: Aspected aether yeah. that mm-hmm. Does not necessarily mean on A one-to-one correlation that Here is where binding coil one is right, Here's where binding right. coil two is here's where Binding coil three is in a quite literal mm-hmm. fashion Like Alexander did where You can quite you know you Literally can see yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so um I, I think uh, you know I I don't I don't think that they necessarily need to have quite such a, a, a literal version of that on a map somewhere. But I do agree that there is a little immersion effect that that should happen with the with the dungeon and with the raid. I'm sure it's there. I bet that people have not found it or at least not in great enough quantities to really have that shit spread around like wildfire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, again, you know, this is we're only on what day four of, of early access day Three. three? of early access so we've still got people who are leveling we've still got people who are obviously not able to progress in the msq and there's still more that as a community we have to discover about the areas that we're adventuring in i have no doubt that eventually we will get some kind of direction on uh you know shinryu and and ultima um but you know in uh, uh, when it comes to the evil east part of it that's what i don't know where that because yeah where uh, you know know we we've speculated that Evilise could be a place in a or uh, or that you know it could be kind of like how they did with uh, Crystal Tower and and they took it they, they basically transposed it from three into a and gave it a space if they're going to do that same thing with Evilise or not that remains to sort of be seen but I think that that's going to be something that is uh, you know like if if they take that away from the the ability to s- expand on the geography Of Eorzea As a whole I think that that does A disservice to their Ability to create Lore and I, right. and I really hope that that Wasn't a decision that was handed down from on High like hey we've got this FF12 HD remake we've got To have some kind of tie in why don't you Take this guy from the FF12 team and Have him design a level and Yoshi know is like uh, shit I guess we're having Him design something um, y- You know what I mean yeah. like, like there's a, there's an element of it that feels shoehorned oh that God. I don't... I
0: think that the release of that raid is going to coincide with the release of Zodiac Age, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I bet oh. it will. I bet it will. Oh.
2: I bet you it will. Square Enix. Oh. I bet you it will. How how crummy does that feel?
0: How crummy does that oh. if, if that's true. For some stupid reason, it wasn't until now that I even made the connection. God, Square Enix, get your dick out my mouth. I mean,
2: isn't that a little bit disappointing? Because, again, you know, the, those alliance raids were so good about expanding geography that we hadn't seen in Eorzea mm-hmm. existing through Word. And that's one of the things that I was looking forward to about Stormblood was having, the you know, before we knew that, you know, it was set in... Excuse me, in the evilies um, that, you know, I was I was genuinely
0: excited about because those those raids do kind of give you contextual clues about uh, the world. We got Ozma and the fact that, you know, there is this civilization eater weapon like that was huge.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, to to think that that could possibility, it it could be possibly taken away from the community, I think is uh, is a bit of a disappointment. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, again, only time will tell. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see how that ends up panning out. By the way, Doris, I want to thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype 810 515 fi- dot com slash Discord. Still looking for
0: someone to uh, give us the real. The real 411 behind the quote-unquote bang Yeah, can, can we can we get someone who's actually done the goddamn red mage quest? Who's a real red mage, not a fake red mage? A- You're a fake red mage! I'm sorry, I, he's not the one that
2: looks like a fucking black mage. So, yeah. Well, at some point, all red
4: mages will look like black mages. Not if you glamour hard enough. Glamour hard. <laughs> too glam, too furious. Let's go back to Weird our- words coming from you- Let's go back to our phone. Daddy. Let's go back to our phone. You've lines. always made fun of my glamourness. Hey, you know what it is? It's
2: Father's Day. You shut your <laughs> fucking mouth. Okay? Put some respect. Yeah, that's right.
4: I'm a daddy, too.
2: <laughs> Not yet. Phone lines. Anyway, let's go back to the phone lines. Diamelos calling in on Discord. What's going on, Diamelos?
6: I'd like to point out that at least the pig is a shade of red.
2: It's pink! <laughs> hey, it's a, pig a is shade pink of red. Hey, hey. And I'm dark red. No, you're not. It's crimson. That's purple. Do
4: you not even
0: know what colors are? Yo, that's purple, bro. It's not even remotely purple. That's purple. W- when a pig is more red mage than juxta. That's that's purple oh. with gold trim. At least oh. the red look, the There's- pig's wearing a red scarf handkerchief yeah it's green you, you well, yeah that see, is I green jesus there. christ
4: um are you a dog are you red green colorblind it's tiny is that why you're on this train
0: with with daddy uh what <laughs> what what <laughs> what what, tra- what tra- how
2: how do we yeah, get Malone's. to trains yeah, how do we get to trains How's it I don't going? know buddy uh, yeah what's up, how you doing <laughs>
6: Uh, I don't know where he's getting the bang mage thing unless he wants Thank to bang you. that 12 year old girl that we save at the beginning of the quest line. Yeah, yeah, you bang bang her.
4: Her. Thank you. And it's not by choice. It's how we sustain ourselves as red mages. What is the actual? There's, there's, there's subcontext you have to read between the uh, lines of.
2: God, shut up. What is I the mean, actual? What is the actual story for the red mage quest?
6: So, the main guy that you, you learn from actually met Alize while she was doing her travels. That's where she learned to be a Red Mage. That ends up being confirmed early on in the quest line.
2: Okay, that's okay. Cool. Um, All right, fair.
6: And he basically, the the whole concept of Red Mage is that after the calamity that was caused by um, Makai and that other place, Amdapur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it became like illegal pretty much to use uh, magic in that way. So red magic was designed as a way to, you pulled magic from yourself and you had to keep the balance so that you didn't tip one way or the other.
2: Oh, okay.
0: that's actually really interesting. A- and and
2: that's that's I think that that was something that um you know we had theorized because of the struggle, the black white struggle right. um that has kind of you know really
0: kind of typified at least 3 or 4 different yeah. eras. So instead of pulling aspect from or you know aether from the world around you, you actually use your own like internal reserves or whatever. That's actually really cool.
6: Yeah. And the, the guy that you learn from is actually a member of the Alamegan, or an old member of the Alamegan Resistance, and he and his team discovered the texts on Red Mage and decided to refound the Order to help the Resistance.
2: I think I, uh, this is way more compelling than what oh, Juxta, what the fuck, is oh, talking about.
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: This actually is rooted in in the story of the lore, world and, and lore, it's compelling and, and history. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck this Joker was trying to pass <laughs> off as a storyline. Okay, but I me. appreciate I appreciate the honesty, Di-Emilus.
6: Uh I, I figure if you're going to do bang bang anything, get Samurai with its kinky gauge. I mean. <laughs> It just writes itself.
0: There you go. Mm, the fan fix. No. No. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> D- <laughs> Diamelos thanks for calling in and setting us straight. Uh, if you'd like to call in, Limit Break Radio on Skype, eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 8715 LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let us know what you're thinking about Stormblood, how you're liking your experience with uh, the, uh, the the early access, and uh, what you think could improve, uh, I mean, obviously, outside, <laughs> of, outside of the servers and and the
0: bottlenecking. I mean, we in kind of k. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, spoilers! I got to check out all those uh, sabatender weapons. They're all shit except for one. Which one? The samurai one. A red, a red mage is good nah. too. Why? Yeah. What? What is well, the samurai? Well, one? For, luckily for samurai, you know how their whole like weapon design goes into the scabbard, right? Yeah. Okay, so now the the sword actually looks cool. It Actually, looks kind of like like a green lightsaber sort of deal. And the Sabbatender just on the scabbard. So you completely ignore that when it's drawn. You actually have like this really cool, almost like lightsaber green katana thing. Everything else is super horrendous. The Dark Knight Greatsword isn't a greatsword, it's like a giant club that has spikes on it that spin around. <laughs> and then there's a Sabbatender like holding onto it. That sounds fucking stupid. Uh, the Ninja one are fucking paddles with like, like Sabbatender mosaic tiles on them. So dumb! I the worst thing. The astrologian one's pretty cool. It's like a roulette wheel with like the Ast- thing. all astrologian weapons look the same. It's like books; they look exactly the same. Ugh! I know. So and it cost a hundred k. Nobody's spending money on those. I bought two. Of them. Gar- oh my! Oh my god. god! First of all, which
4: two? Uh, Red mage, which actually like the sword actually glows yellow and stuff, and the sabbatender's like on the little glowy thing. Like, Congratulations on your P sword. Your P sword. Uh, the second one I bought was a white mage one, and they have the sabatenders on the staff, and then he opens up cards that like whoosh, like a fan of uh, cards. that's stupid.
0: You're, um, you're stupid Something else I'd like to point out That I just thought Like from the devs Was like a really cool Little like punch in the face And I don't know exactly How it's pronounced But the uh, The Anada The, the Anada tribe Is actually part of like The Alamegan resistance yeah. Their actual little like Sect is uh, V-I-R-A so I don't know how it's pronounced Vera But it sounds an awful lot Like Vera Or Vira Or something Vieira is the bunny people Yeah and I just thought that, that was like a really Really cool jab Because I remember Visenya one time On Facebook Being like Oh my god You know uh, Yoshi mentioned the Viera or the virus, Or whatever yeah. And if he was talking About them Like oh What a great troll Oh What a getting, great troll Obviously I I I <laughs> I want that to be
2: true.
0: I want that to be. I want that to be true so bad. That's my head cannon. Thank you. Thank you for that. You are welcome. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Stormblood has added entries to the sightseeing log, just like they did in Heaven's Ward, and they're not as stupid as they were in the original sightseeing log. I've actually found a few myself, but I can't get to them yet. Uh, I assume you probably need flying to be able to get to a lot of them. Yeah. Um. Has anyone had a chance to to try the the spear fishing yet? Anyone Anyone in chat want to tell us how how like that is? Uh, why because, would why anyone would we have care about wa- well, that. Anyone have wasted their time they've with that shit. they added a challenge like in the challenge log for it so it's free XP. Yeah, on Fisher. You have to be on fishing to do it? That's stupid. Get out of here. Yeah, it's a gatherer. <laughs> um, <laughs> They've, added, uh, they've adjusted Wondrous Tales, and actually, I forgot to even go and talk to Chloe to see if you get this new Wondrous Tales in Idly Shire still, or if they you know, plan to move her somewhere else. Uh, but upon reaching level 70, an additional column of optional rewards will be added. Uh, I don't know if that means... No, a column would have to be down, so not on the bottom. So I guess it's still you know one, two, and three rows, but there's going to be more rewards associated with that. That's kind of cool, I guess. So uh, based on the fact that Ralgar's Reach is...
2: Sort of our point of contact from the very beginning of the expansion. Mm-hmm. A place like Idleshire, we didn't get access to until f- until the very later. end mm-hmm. of Heaven's Word, and that ended up being a place where people um, congregated. Right. You know, we had Rowena that moved from Mordona to Idleshire.
0: Uh, does that happen with Ralgar's Reach this time around? I or like assume what? that yeah, Ralgar's Reach is going to be our point of contact, which I think from. But how does that change? How does it grow and expand? I don't think it does. I, I, I think I, you can grow and expand. I mean, I, I mean, know. there's still plenty of so. room within there that you can do that with, especially if you've been in, like explored any like the rooms. There's plenty of places to put NPCs, but I think you're right. There's not many places to be able to build more permanent structures. Right. But that's been such like a key statement People of those types of things, that's one of the things that I most look forward to every time they patch it in. Right, so it'll be interesting to to see how that. How that ends up working out or not Because if it is just adding new NPCs But nothing's really being built or we can't really See things progress and change over a time A city
2: that changes and grows is a very compelling Aspect yeah. for an MMO And something that, yeah, you're right, I enjoyed Watching that happen with Mordona I enjoyed watching it happen with Idleshire and I, I mean If it's, I, I, again, I, I Don't I don't expect it to be Ralgar's Reach I think Ralgar's Reach is going to be pretty static It seems like it is a set piece For a piece of narrative and then. That, you know, Kugane is is probably a little bit more likely to fill some of that role where we're, you Kugane's know.
0: Kugane's already so developed, though. I figured that Kana, yeah. Kugane was more of like the Ishgar.
2: See,. And, and that's the problem is I don't know Where this this sort of aspect Is supposed to take place Or if they've taken this Kind of fundamental concept and pushed it off Into Eureka. Did we know About Idly Shire? Because, or, they had said That there is going to be another more Donut type uh,
0: space that right, Gets built right. on well, over time. Uh, like in the patch notes Here it told us all the areas that were Added, right? Does anyone remember back In Heavensward if Idly Shire was a Complete like secret that popped up or was that included in the patch notes like hey this place known as Eilishire exists because um, that's what I'm wondering could they still be hiding a secret zone for us that we don't find till the end of the expansion I mean, we, story b- b-
2: but we got we were told all of the zones that w- that we got with uh,
0: with the expansion so I don't know well, where it would they would be have easy enough to hide you know uh, uh, a smaller you know I mean Eilishire obviously compared to all the other zones isn't very big but, we, but it is its own zone it is it is. If, uh, if we, uh, Mordona is not. Mordona correct. yeah that's so, true. So there could always be one hidden in, you know, one of those ending zones, uh Xanxia, I think, or Yanxia or whatever the hell. It could it was. be.
2: I, I mean I, I just I guess my question is where are we going to be directed to go, you know, for to, to change in our tomes? Because that is that was Idleshire. Like everything was yeah. centrally located in Idolshire and things were even moved from Mordona to Idolshire to be able to accommodate that shift in the player base. I don't know I don't it's not I'm, I, and again You know, a lot of us are very early on in our progression. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, this this may become uh, painfully obvious and clear as time progresses. Right. But I I just I don't. Does anyone know? I'm like, it's kind of a genuine. It's a a bit more of a genuine question here because I'm I'm just kind of curious, you know, where our main point of Congress is going to be for as a player base. Mm -hmm.
4: Fatebringer says it's. Ralgar's reach for tomes
0: I was so. going to say Ralgar's reach okay. I think Is set up to be the place With all okay. that empty I, space that It's interesting but, but I mean it's interesting Though that we Get that Like pretty much Right well, out of the and, gate and There's never really been A narrative reason To make you wait Or not wait But oh, I think yeah. now with, with what we've seen In early access The obvious reason to wait Is the fact that It overloads the Fucking servers like it's all Last I tried to go into It's impossible To go into Ralgar's Reach And there's not even Really a reason to go there Just yet Beyond story stuff Right uh, I,
2: I I had no problem Getting into Ralgar's Reach When did you yeah. go in? The um, last night It was I mean it was late last night After mm-hmm. um, You know After
0: midnight But it was last night all right, yeah. yeah well the last few times I've been in there I know a lot of other people When they went in there During like prime time Like right. like the, crashes 90 I I
2: You know I I heard about 90K problems I've heard about Disconnect issues Uh, The only issue that I had Was the bottlenecking At right. at, at Ral- on. I, everything else I was actually you know I did not have a problem with I didn't I didn't experience much rubber banding I didn't experience much um, server latency you know that all seemed pre- you know fairly fairly smoothed over by the time that I got there I, I, I okay, believe that's fair yeah. I believe like you know the first day uh, you know right out of the gate yeah there was probably kind of a lot of that by the time I got there after midnight last night yeah um, that seemed uh, fairly well well stabilized um, I it it's, it's interesting though that if the intention is you know our main point of contact to ju- to be ralgar's reach i just i think that's an interesting decision that's all I, I, there's no i don't know there's no criticism behind that it's no, just I mean, a, no bad or good it's ob- yeah it's just an observation
4: yeah just i mean they did it last time the other way last time twice so i guess maybe do it might be this time, this time.
0: Well, and I think another reason that maybe it does make sense is this whole idea that, you know, we're trying to amass more people into the resistance, and we do need a, a central place for them to all gather. So, yeah, yeah makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, so, players can now swim in the oceans and lakes of certain areas. Juxta, how much have you got to uh, to play around with swimming thus far?
4: Uh, when I'm in Ralgar's Reach roaring
0: around, I have to the water. I have to cross the
4: water, so I'm going to yeah. swim it, I guess. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, I, like... The whole entering and leaving it, it's it's pretty seamless. It's um, f- pointless, it's you mean? It's also pointless. I don't know if there's a way to actually go under the water, like if there's a command you have to press, or if it just happens in certain areas, because I couldn't figure out how to go under the water in Ralgar's Reach. Yeah, I think it's. I think in certain areas you can only go under the water. Okay, so there's swimming, and then there's diving. Diving must yeah, be... Yeah, diving is different from swimming. Actual under-the-water stuff, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I haven't dove yet, but, I mean, really, how... You're awesome, going to be flying be. underwater. Yeah, pretty much that's that's all it is. Ooh. Ooh, yep. Uh, travel speed of mounts on the ground can now be enhanced. All right, so this is something that we were trying to figure out, too, because apparently there's there's no stars, and then there's one stars and two stars. You actually mm-hmm. said you feel like in the uh, uh, old areas on your Red Mage that yeah. you were going faster. Yeah. We do have one star in there already. Yeah, I, th- I think one star is faster than we were going in
4: three or three point x.
0: Okay, uh, oh, it did say complete the following main scenario quest will unlock the first speed enhancement for one or more associated mm-hmm. areas. Uh, so since we've been technically probably already finished all those, we yeah, we've already get got the one. Them, right? You have any idea where the second yes. star comes from? Uh, I believe Centurio seals for uh, I or
4: Heaven's Ward, and then the other hunt marks for. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah! For, uh, <laughs>
0: uh, uh, we have to go back and do hunts if we want the mount sp- the second level of mount speed.
4: Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. How much? Do you know how much they cost? Cause dude, I do have some seals saved up. I think. I mean, I think it's like two hundred and fifty per.
4: Mm. I mean, it's not nothing, but yeah. it's not a lot
0: either. Yeah. Well, that sucks. And then I assume the uh, the mount speed for for the new areas is probably through msqs too there's just one star so probably i mean i assume Mm -hmm. uh they've adjusted flying mounts um while interacting with an npc or object while riding a flying mount players will dismount automatically that's pretty cool i I hate having to hit the stupid dismount button so much uh new hairstyles have been added new emotes have been added uh then we get to the battle system change um, we've already well, before about
2: before we get before we get too far into the battle system change, let's go back to our phone lines and uh, talk to Ryuichi, who's been hanging on the line from Sergeant Tanis What's up, Ryuichi?
9: What up, dude? And
2: thanks for uh, calling Limit Break Radio. What's going on?
9: Oh, not a whole. I just want to uh, delve into the MSQ, and I also want to talk about my reactions with Ninja because I changed my main from Dark to Ninja Ugh. Or am I might
4: huh. You maybe can be Dick Ninja with Kao.
0: Mm. Nah. Ray which
9: is not much of a enough.
0: dick
4: <laughs> okay all right
2: so go, go on
9: so well, so my for my reaction to msqs uh bottlenecking is always already an issue but um i did manage to get past robon and Pippin this morning got up, like five a.m. for that shit it was fun okay. um it, it, yeah like it's been Like frust- the, the congestion has been frustrating
1: well, I think it's I
2: think it's inexcusable. Like I think it's inexcusable even for an early access product Agreed. to have that much bottlenecking, especially because it seemed like all they had to do was just flip a couple of integers and let a, let them, a, you know, more people in and it became instantly more reasonable. And and I mean, I've seen a lot of upset streamers, upset commentators about the state of early access, and I, I've really got to echo their sentiments. Uh, you know, Square Enix, this is not Square Enix's first time doing early access mm-hmm. either. Heaven's they had, Heaven's was Ward, Heaven's Word was uh, uh, enormously flawless. smooth.
0: Yeah, actually, Juxta went back and listened <laughs> to our Heavensward episode. Yeah, Ugh. He was quite disturbed
4: by what he heard. Yeah. It, it was w- vomit-inducing. It was- How al- much happiness and positivity <laughs> we had that I had. This is the best- Expansion ever, I'm so excited to do blah blah blah. It was really great. I'm like, Hua! you sweet summer it w- child.
2: It, <laughs> was, it was, But at this, it, at that time, it was very exciting. And the thing yeah. is that you know, I I am excited to play Stormblood, mm-hmm. and I, I you know I am happy to get my hands on it, and I'm happy to be progressing through it, even if it does sometimes feel at a snail's pace. But I don't feel as excited you know long term mm-hmm. as I did for heaven's word yeah. and not just that I also I'm also kind of in the back of my head going like this is cool for like the first week yeah.
0: Right. But we know what comes after this. Yeah, it, right. It's it's a patch that's gonna last a little bit longer. Like instead of doing it in one day, we have maybe a few weeks of cutscenes, exactly. but then we're just gonna go back to
2: grinding. Exactly. And it becomes
0: it becomes status quo.
2: Far too quickly. Business as usual. Yeah, exactly.
0: And and, and that's frustrating as shit. Yeah, I mean, we might get a couple... Like, I feel like I'll get a few extra weeks out of it because now we can go back over level and clear all the content in Heavensward that we didn't, right? Right. But still, even after that, you're right. We're just back to waiting for the next patch, waiting with bated breath to see how they're going to mess up Eureka. (laughs) Yeah.
9: I'm actually on the opposite end of, like, uh, on the long term. Uh, lately, I've been raiding more often. Uh, I've had the most fun with creator all across the board, tanking and DPSing. So, I'm re- you know, I'm really looking forward to um, Omega, both no- mostly Savage. I want to see what, they- what-, what they're going to bring to the table. From what I understand, Oh uh, Delta Skate, which is the first tier of Omega, is going to be much more difficult than the creator. I don't know by how much, but...
0: Yeah. I don't know- I think what it comes down to is what does that difficulty mean? Because, yeah, all right, sure, there were some things that Alexander, you know, might have did well that, that, that people, you know, applauded. But what it really comes down to is when you look at each of the tiers, they had such a hard time adjusting. You know, the first one was too hard. The second one was too easy. And that all just comes down to numbers. You know, the DPS wall, the DPS checks. So I don't know. What does that difficulty really mean in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, when you try, when you actually try to quantify that... Um, what
2: does it actually mean? Because I, I know that they said, you know, hey, we're going to make it hard and don't complain when it's too hard this time. But uh, again, I don't think that that was the fundamental problem of the raids the last go round. I think that the incentive was the problem. The rewards was the problem. We were very vocal about this and very pointed. And I and I and my opinion about this has not changed that just by virtue of putting in the story mode and rewarding players on any level for it even if it was with uh you know reduced gear was detrim- so detrimental to the rating scene that it is i mean uh, think of think of the rating scene in in binding coil versus now there was a rating scene there is not now i mean that's pretty right. much that's pretty much where we're at
9: the uh, the the, the the incentives was mostly story progression. Incentives across the board could be just it. it it's, uh, it's could be very it varies based on personal context. I know for you, uh, for you, it's just mostly uh, stuff other than gear. Uh, myself, not just gear, but also so, uh, improvement as a player. Knowing like when I should fire, up, do this skill, or fire off my cooldown, or or how or.
0: I I get what you're saying right for you it's personal improvement being able to go in and know that being able to know and see through progression that you're getting better at your job I get that but that isn't the type of reward that appeals to everyone and as we've seen you you know you say that, that the story itself is a type of incentive you're absolutely right it is but people who want the story as incentive aren't going to go into the rating scene when they have an easy mode. Right. No one's going to say, "Oh, I could uh, you know, walk down this easy path and get what I want or take months down this hard path and get the same thing." Very few people are going to choose the hard route when they have an
2: easy out. And and again, we we had identified during Binding Coil of Bahamut how much a reward and how much a tangible reward those story segments that we got out of Binding Coil felt. And and that is at, totally at odds with the lackluster boring boring uh, bland story that 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 would that we got from Alexander and and at least some of that has to do with perception and access mm-hmm. right like yes binding coil uh, uh, cut scenes in Bind and binding coil story is inherently better than Alexander but at the same time because they also served as a reward that the minute you took that out of the equation, the the way that you rewarded your players through gear became twice as crucial, and there was no forethought given to that at all. It was just like, oh, make one. You know make one class of gear Better okay well that Class of gear is still outclassed In two fucking patches right like That's still the fundamental problem Of the way That gear progression worked all The way throughout A Realm Reborn And Heavensward and I'm Telling you right now if Square Enix has not given any Forethought to the way that gear Progression works throughout Stormblood We're going to have the same Problems it's going to feel just as unsatisfying to to clear content and to get your rewards and you're going to see a player base that is even more unmotivated to challenge themselves or put themselves against a challenge now that we have a huge influx
0: of motherfuckers who just jump potion past the problem. Query, now that we know that we are getting less dungeons, right? one less every odd patch, Okay. if they push the time between when gear was outclassed, By entire patch cycle, so instead of waiting, let's say, you know, five to six months, it was now like eight to nine months, would that, you think... Help nope, at all. No. Nope. No. It just it, it, it's it, just the inevitability. It, yes.
2: It still extends the problem. What you need is some way out of the gate to have Uber gear that is going to cover you from the beginning of the expansion to the end of the expansion. I think that is what makes logically the most sense, right? Like if we have vertical progression, having gear that is relevant far beyond the next expansion doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think that is incredibly Disruptive from a data sense In terms of you know your Community and and the way That your community Relates to gear But if you know Where the end progression Is going to be in terms of what your eye Level is going to be or what the stats That you are going to need For the final piece of Of content for 4.0 Then yeah that's where you should be aiming That's where you should be trying to reward Your player base that's what you need to to give access to right out of the gate so that someone who takes the time or puts in the effort to get that uber piece of gear has that for the rest of the expansion and then let the new expansion be the point where you expand that vertically it, it's it's a delicate balance because you can't give those out in too high quantity mm-hmm. or else they become meaningless as well and and i i get that it's a balance but i think it's something that other mmos have gotten in intrinsically correct that final fantasy 14 has fallen flat on with every single expansion and every time they've moved the goalposts up vertically that's got to stop like that that has to that has to stop if you want to stem the bleed of long-term players from this game and, and I don't know that Square Enix wants to do that Every indication that I've seen In terms of business moves In terms of ways that they're uh, Incentivizing content Rewarding players uh, And trying to attract players to the game uh, Or keep people there I, I I think that Square Enix Definitely values The concept of a new player Buying you know a boxed copy of the game And starting a subscription anew Even if they're going to fall off In 30, 60, 90 days than they do the people who have been subscribing for four four plus years to this game. And that's the thing. You know what? And and I think the reason that that becomes such an insult to me is because as a 1.0 player who watched the game sputter and die a painful death, that we were promised as 1.0 players from... Square Enix heads that they would fix The problem and that they would value Our business And and uh, you know What I feel like they did and they they Valued our business to a point To get to the other side of 2.0 And now that they've gotten to 3.0 And beyond that the people Who 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 floated Them through the disaster That was 1.0 they could Not give even half of a Flying fuck about yeah and that And that that bothers me and and I, I've, I've heard, uh, oh, Nero, why does that, that that's, that's such a dumb point of view, that's such a dumb thing to think, like, what, you know, Square Enix is an MMO, you know, they, they've got to be able to attract new players and they've got to be able to, play, you know, bring new people to the game, that's just, that's just business, it's bad business it's it's bad business and it makes the people who have been your longest term supporters feel burned and i am sorry but you don't if if you're a company that relies on month over month support to run your servers to run your services then you know what you've that's got to be something that you're actively thinking about and campaigning for I, quite frankly, I feel like Square Enix has been pissing on the heads of veterans for the better part of two expansions, and we're only now really realizing how the, just the depth of 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 their. Um, uh, of their dismissal of of veteran players and people who have been and, and have spent hundreds of dollars on this game, hundreds of dollars, whether it be in collectors editions, oh, and, and want to think about and, it, and you know, twelve ninety nine a month, fucking sub rates, twenty five like, ninety nine. Are you like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Your Mrs. Freshley's, uh, uh, fucking honey buns and and uh, Carl Juniors, yeah, Carl's Juniors cups and fucking papa john's stupid who buys a game based on a fucking billboard who bought anything based on a fucking billboard when was the last time you bought something off of a fucking billboard man tell me that who is making their gaming purchases by what they drive past over by the side of the road Zero zero people. And and the why uh, and again, we've gotten we've gotten flack for being critical of these points going, Oh, well the dev budget and the and the promotion budget are separate. It doesn't matter. They're still fucking spending money on it. Still cash, bro. You're still throwing money down a hole that is getting you zero people in return. That's what I'm critical of. Is that okay? If you're gonna do marketing, do clever marketing, do smart marketing,
0: that FF14, do targeted marketing, <laughs> that FF14 memories trailer or whatever. I don't know where that actually you know ended up like debuting or or whatnot. But that's cool. That was a cool thing, you know. One of the first things that I remember Nika showing me way back in when 2.0 first launched. Maybe it was a 1.0 commercial where it shows like all these people just like you know congregating. It is. Somewhere. That's a 1.0. Pro- yeah, and commercial, then they're like yeah. around this like cliff, and then it slowly fades into like all their characters and stuff. Right? That was cool. But you're right. Putting it on honey buns. Yeah. What 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 a waste. What a what a absolute fucking waste. Not even like Mountain Dew or Doritos, which is like inherently, you know, linked to the Game. gamer culture, quote-unquote. Ryuichi, thanks for the call. Uh, Limit Break Radio on
2: Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Um, if you disagree, if you think that the marketing that Square Enix was doing for Stormblood was smart or pointed, um, if you if you want to try to call out some of our cynicism about the way that Square Enix is is treating its veteran players, please give us a call. I'd love to. I, I'd love to argue this point. I'd love to drill down on this point a little bit more. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five 515 dot com slash discord. Because I've said this on the last three episodes that the contempt that Square Enix has, the seeming contempt for its long term player base, is absolutely. Unfathomable. Uh, again, I, I, it's it, maybe maybe it's not maybe contempt is the bad word, but you know they're just their disregard. T- there does seem to be an active disregard and an active desire to to court a new audience. Yeah, it's, it's
0: like, all right, since we got their loyalty, we can they can fuck off now. They're going to keep coming back anyway. I,
2: I feel like that's that's sort of the attitude. Is they that put a ring on it and now they don't give a shit? Yeah. Is is that we've already got them now? Fuck it. Yeah. And 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 I I don't know about you, but that bothers me. On a fundamental level, that really bothers me because I don't want the you know if I'm paying someone twelve dollars a month, I want them. To at least have my customer service concerns uh, uh, At least factor into some mm-hmm. of their fucking decision making and, and again, if I'm representative of a, of a large percentage Of that subscriber base or that consumer base And I feel like I'm being ignored Then you know what, guess what there's, there's a whole lot of other people out there Who are like me, who are shoveling out $12 a month To be able to pay for access to this piece of shit And I don't understand why more people don't actively understand the role that they play when it comes to, how money is spent between Square Enix and the and the way that 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 they make and develop and 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 even promote things. You know, you do have an active role in this. Anyone who has an active subs an active subscription to this game has an active fucking role in what you're saying you're okay with or what you're not okay with. And and the the fact of the matter. And and again, I'm sure that people are going to take this way out of context and mistake this for me saying you know you should cancel your subs which is absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is people vote with their feet. And if you look at the way that Square Enix panickedly tried to promote this game in the run up to Stormblood, I think that that is a a a solid indication based on the data that they receive, first party data about how bad the hole is that this game was fucking in and and how it, you know, and 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 again, you look at you look at all of the technical problems that stormblood has had since launch i think that that is even more of an indication of how little they thought was uh, they thought was going to be driven in terms of interest for stormblood now it's good that they have that that you know they've been inundated with more traffic than they thought they were originally going to get that seems like a good thing but I think that square enix has massively discounted this game i think they've massively discounted this audience and uh i i think i think that you as a subscriber should know that you should be aware of that and you should be ready to use your voice to tell square enix what you think of that whether you're new to the game or whether you've been here for a long time the 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 subscription that you enter into with uh, that that's that's a two-way street you know for as much as uh, you know, Square Enix gets the money, but you know we don't get to. You know they they have to listen to us, right? Like they've got to listen to our feedback, or else we go, we just we peace out. That's that's the real cause and effect. Is that people lose patience and then they just peace out. And my my concern is, given everything that I've seen with Stormblood, given everything that I've seen with Heaven's Word, and moving forward, it seems to me that this is very much going to be a game that people are invested in for a month maybe 6 weeks and then there're sub lapses and then they wait for the next piece of uh, of content that
0: seems i hope that it should be because look like you're you're right we should talk with our feet right and i think that a lot of people did do that near the end of the last expansion the problem was i don't know how clear of a message that sent to SE because they you know actively said oh well if you are bored play a different game you know oh you've done the comment content come back later right so i feel like if people are going to do that it has to be at a more crucial spot so that square enix doesn't look at it and think oh this is just to the, back to the content I, they'll be back
2: I, no but uh, what i'm saying is is i think that that it's already happening it's already we're in the middle of it and and based on square Enix's is panicked promotion of this title i think that that is the best indication that we can get far more than third-party login data and far more than square enix's promotional word of six million players are logging into this game look at the way that they promoted it and look at the how fucking desperate it was it was desperate. If you're putting your logo on Mrs. Freshley's Honey Buns, I'm sorry, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel for marketing and you're trying to get any one person that might run across that fucking Honey Bun or might run across that Carl's Jr. Cup or see, might <laughs> drive past that fucking lonely exit near Dallas.
0: I didn't I didn't think of it as desperate because I didn't see oh, it. Uh, it because, is so desperate. No, hold on. Let me finish. I didn't see it as desperate because I don't see it in actual good places. I just thought as stupid and lazy I, I, No I think it's desperate I think it's desperate And
2: I think That we've already Started to see That lo- That that long term That veteran player Fall off And I And I, and I think That you know, we're seeing some of it rebound with with Stormblood, which is natural, right? Anyone mm-hmm. who's played through the entirety of Heaven's Word or who is invested in FF14 is naturally going to come back for for Stormblood. Is naturally going to want to come back for the latest expansion, but I I don't think that the. The 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 bounce back has been as dramatic as it was between A Realm Reborn and Heaven's Word. I don't think the fall off from, from uh, A Realm Reborn to Heaven's Word was quite what it was between Heaven's Word and Stormblood. So they had even more ground to make, and they haven't made it up. I think that this is a confluence of really, really... B- like bad omens for the future of this game.
0: Well, you know where it's really going to hurt, too, if if you're right here, is if they continue the trend that they did at the beginning of, of uh, Heavensward, where they had that huge, and a big huge break, break before Can't do it. before 4.1. Can't do it. If they do that, I mean, even back with Heavensward, because again, Heavensward was a great launch. Everyone loved Heavensward, and then because of that, what was it? Eight weeks between the launch and 4.1, people were furious, yeah. and that was with a great launch, yeah, and and now
2: you've got a botched launch on top of it, where players are very dissatisfied with uh, you know the the ability of servers to handle data um, and and just the overall playability and progression mm-hmm. of the game. Uh, I I think that you're not you're you're not going to see that goodwill. You're not going to see the not ability for the giving, for
0: the dev team to take that time yeah, off. Not again. unless they're giving free blowjobs. at the, end of the expansion, no, uh,
2: and and that's unfortunate because we do know that the the dev team does work really hard. They're on the heels of ETH. 3 we saw them all out at e3 they were working really hard trying to sell this game but you know the fact of the matter is they you know what they may have needed to keep the dev team in Tokyo They maybe should not have showed up To E3 mm-hmm. they maybe should Not have brought the Suzano fight out To E3 I'm sorry that may be An unpopular opinion but I think given the work that still needs To be done before this thing is ready to be Launched on the 20th and And given where we are in A macro sense and just again I, I'm going to point to how Desperate and how panicked This promotion felt they're Not seeing the spring back that they they did between a realm reborn and heavensword, and I think it's. I think it's. While it's good, and while you know, on a passing player base, uh, you know, you log in, you see a ton of people logged in right now. It feels good right now. I think in six weeks, it's not going to feel uh, uh, as healthy. I think in six weeks, when we see the the fall off, that we're going to see just how empty servers are and and you know this the the great links that square enix is going to try to incentivize balancing the server loads should really be thought into uh, you know they should they should put that same level of thought into the way that they're incentivizing the gear and their content because a, you know th- those incentives were fairly clearly way laid yeah. out and mm-hmm. and and compelling they clearly know what compels and what motivates the audience uh i just think that they're not doing it and i don't know if that's hubris i don't know if that's arrogance i don't know if that i don't know what it is i i i, I simply don't know what it is i'm f- i'm frustrated uh now uh, you know, at at the the development arc of of this game, and um, I, I think that Square Enix should be worried. I think that Square Enix should really be worried. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to uh, Ryoku. What's going on, Ryoku? Hey, not
5: too much. How's it going? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Yep. Yeah, I've been. I've. I've, I haven't really gotten de- de- as many problems as I've I've heard other people talk about, with the exception of Ra- bond. and so for the most part, my experience has been has been pretty fun. That's good. Uh, what's been your
2: favorite part of uh, Stormblood so far? Have you been leveling a new job or uh, what, what have you been concentrating on? I've been
5: pretty much dabbling a whole bunch of things, a whole a bunch of different, like trying out each different role, seeing all the system changes. And I, I do like a lot of them. Like, for example, the fact that uh, your abilities don't go on cooldown if you change jobs outside of an aetheryte.
2: Uh, oh, that, good, good, wow. good quality of life <laughs> yes that should have been something that was in the game fucking four years ago but
5: alright yeah and also like like for example as much as people decry about that change I I like how more relaxed it's been being a healer without stance dancing because it, it does encourage someone like me who was in the middle about trying to do DPS to want to push more into DPS
0: all right, and I think that that was a good change that sort of goes towards uh, when Yoshi was talking about simplifying uh, the, the the procedure of jobs, because that's one of the things he pointed out was that healers sometimes didn't want a DPS, not because they couldn't, but because it was just so much more buttons and it was so much more technical, and I think by removing the stance dancing, you're right, someone like Ryoku now has one less step that they have to go through to be able to attribute to that. Yeah,
2: some of the battle, uh, the, the battle system simplifications are not... The worst changes Mm -hmm. They're really not I I mean some of them are Kind of necessary actually I, I mean again we had talked a lot about ability bloat. There were uh, uh, clearly abilities, uh, whether they were cl- cross-class abilities or whether they were uh, native abilities, that were redundant. They were absolutely redundant. And uh, removing some of those redundancies, I do, I think, does help quite substantially. And it does. Uh, it, it has a way of, of of increasing the flow of the game. Uh, for example, one of the you know one of the one of my entire combos got taken out. Um, yeah, so mine, mine I, too. Yeah, so <laughs> I've, I've, got, I've got a hate-generating combo and then basically a DPS combo. And that, I thought, was actually pretty good because the third combo was really to put up a debuff. Yeah. And it was kind of unnecessary.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm kind of middle of the road on mine because they basically took out one of the dots that we had. And while it was frustrating because the two dots that we had had two completely different timers, it also did add a very, com uh, you know, it added complexity to a rotation. So when I was trying to be very aware of it and very conscious of what I was doing... I really felt like I was in the zone, keeping up the perfect rotation. Now that it's gone, does it simplify things? Yeah. Are there still things that I can concentrate on? Yeah. So, I mean, overall, it probably was a a good design decision, but I also saw value in the old one as well. My biggest thing I'm
4: wondering about right now is how healer DPS is right now with the removal of cleric stanch, which which was a at the very least a 10% buff to healer damage but the thing I'm most concerned about is they got rid of accuracy as a stat so now DPS got a new damage stat direct hits right. and tanks got tenacity another DPS stat uh, right. so I'm wondering if P kind of shoved healer DPS out the wayside by just making everyone's DPS that much higher
2: I, I mean that's that that there is a certain uh,
4: logic that exists there I um, mean the way World of Warcraft works is healers can DPS But their DPS is so minimal That it's like Why bother And it does seem like A conscious Conscious move Towards that And by doing it this way They didn't remove cleric stance. Right. healers still can dps you can
2: dps but, but it d- to what end to what yes exactly why would you um i think is 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 the the question that they want you to ask is it really adding that much to be you know taking my focus away from healing and adding to dps if the answer is no statistically then guess what yeah uh, healer dps is gone anyway so you know i i think that there are some very valid concerns on the part of, of healers uh, you know, Whether or not continuing to do DPS is even viable right now I think a lot of that is going to have to Wait until we get more Of these you know Intricate and and sort of uh, Razor's edge types of uh, You know types of encounters um, You know with, with raiding and things
4: Like Once that. Once people start hitting 70 and start Materia milding and, and all that. And
0: you know that's that, something yeah. That Yoshi said in an interview as Well was there was a lot of smaller in- Intricacies and changes to the Battle system that aren't going to be Readily apparent until you do get to 70 and you start engaging in level 70 Content and that makes sense that that makes uh, That makes a certain amount of sense um,
2: So uh, hopefully that Ends up panning out Rio code thanks for the call We appreciate it uh, we always enjoy Hearing from uh, from our listeners if you want To give us a call limit break radio on Skype 810-515-8715 slash Discord to join in on The conversation uh, again I'd Love to hear someone who uh maybe doesn't agree with me that uh Square Enix doesn't value their veteran player base. Uh, again, this is this is a uh thesis that I've tossed out more than a couple of times. It's it's a uh uh, uh an idea that, you know, that uh, 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 maybe an idea, but a concept that that I've shared a couple of times, it it's, it tends to get a lot of flack, Um uh, you know, whether it be from new players or whether it be from other veteran players who, you know, don't necessarily feel the same way that I do, Um, and that's fine, and I'd love to to hear from you. Uh, Again, Limit Break Radio on Skype,
0: 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Um, One of the things that I'd actually like to uh, bounce back to really quick, it was kind of briefly sort of touched upon here when we were talking to Ryoku, is uh, the new cross-roll abilities. I mean, we have uh, melee DPS here, uh, a ranged mage DPS, and we have a tank here, right? Um, I actually thought when I got to look at the the the, uh, the options, the options right for melee DPS. I was actually kind of impressed with them. There wasn't. I mean, there was obviously a few things I felt like. Yes, that's very strong. You know, for my role. But overall, I felt like there. Like, what usually happens in cases like this is there are very apparent ones where it's like these are the ones you need to have. If you don't, you're a fucking loser. And don't touch the other ones. Right. There were some that obviously had very very crucial roles to play. Like, for example, True North eliminates the need for uh, directional uh, 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 things for your moves, right? As a ninja, especially as a ninja who has tanks that fucking run all over the place so I can't hit trick attack, that's a fucking godsend. I love that one, right? Hmm. But as I was talking to Juxta earlier, there is a very clear set for ones that I'd like to have during soloing, such as Bloodbath, Second Wind, and then there's some that I think would work much better in party situations such as Goad. And uh, there's another one, I forget what it's called, though, that allows you to um Take uh, movement uh, effects yeah, off, off people, right? And
2: and and the other thing is, is that you've got more abilities than you can set. So there is right. this there is this trade off that you're doing. Like, uh, you know, am I going to need an AOE provoke right now? Like, no. Okay, well then I can have an additional uh, defensive, uh, you know, right. defensive cooldown. Yeah.
0: Something that I thought they did really well was that they do have a nice uh, a bit of abilities that I could see myself changing in and out depending on the yeah. content. Yeah. One of the things that they did way back in World of Warcraft when they erased the talent tree, they basically just gave you three choices every couple levels to augment in some way and in most cases there was a preset these are the ones you want to do for your class because this is the best combo to get the best dps i don't feel like that is the case with the ones that se has made at least for melee dps i don't know wh- how it is you know for tanks or or juxta what it looks like for for range dps uh
4: for range dps the choices are kind of kind of bland i feel like there's probably three or four clear winners that probably you always want to have especially Ooh. for Red Mage there's this MP refresh which is our only MP refresh that right. we have right um, there's maybe like a flex of between two maybe three but they really don't add or subtract that much for casters uh, in my opinion that's too bad
2: and, and and again I you know there are some tools in that toolkit where I feel as as a dark Knight I don't need mm-hmm. um, uh, the AOE provoke that's one that I feel is wasted on dark Knight. I I mean yes it, it. I can I definitely see It's application But by the same measure I've got so many AOE tools I, right, I just right. I simply don't need it Um I it's it's tough because you know again I I do like some of the streamlined aspects uh, um, but at the same time I do feel
0: like you know some of the shared roles that we get are also kind of bland now too. Did you find yourself actually like debating between certain ones or was it real easy like yes I want those no I don't want those? It,
2: it was for me it was it was fairly simple. Um, I went mostly with defensive cooldowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know provoke is the obvious one. You've got to have provoke in there a stun. Is another one And then You've basically got Like maybe one more slot To either decide Do I want an additional Defensive cooldown Like Convalescence Or mm-hmm. Cause I, I mean You know Some of them are Are really Kind of clutch cooldowns Convalescence right. is big Rampart's pretty okay mm-hmm. um, You know There's There's a couple of Other ones uh, There's the I, I don't know If this is a Job action Or if this is A, a shared action um, But there's one Where I get to Shed hate And put it onto One of my party members Yeah sh- uh, Shrick or shirk. Yeah, sh- Shirk, 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 which is going to be great for, for, for placing, yeah, uh, uh, Tro- hate on you or you. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, perfect. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to
0: my D- new my troll ability. D- yeah, D- shade walker to you. Yes, yeah, give 25% of my uh, immunity to somebody else. Yep, that's oh, so well. Good. I guess I'll just have to make sure I have diversion on so I can just shed half of my enmity, right? <laughs> so, uh, Dick. It, but, it,
4: but clearly, the Dick clear knight, clear winner is the healers who got rescued. Ugh. I'm so jelly about that. So jelly. Which is the life grip where you just grab a party member and bring them towards you.
0: I actually, guys, I will have you know, I talked to uh, to, to, to Shannon, a.k.a. Ockmore, and I asked her to relay uh, an idea that I had to the devs, and that is if you get enough lilies on white mage, you can make a rescue in AoE. Oh. And just pull everyone to you. Oh, oh, I just got so hard. That would (laughs) be so (laughs) obnoxious. Instant
4: (laughs) 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 White, (laughs) Including (laughs) alliance (laughs) members.
0: That's maybe a little bit too far. That would...
4: That's that's fort.
2: I like the idea that Square Enix is like, yeah, this could definitely be used with like, terrible intentions, but fuck it, we're gonna put it in anyway. Could you, could like, it imagine? seems like every job now has a troll ability. Like, like in
0: evilly. And I right? love that. You just kill your entire party, and someone's like, what the fuck happened to Team A? Uh, Rescue AoE, and I'm like, oh, your healer's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta respect it. Um, respect.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I think that that's, that's <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, So, yeah, I, I but... Shirk does, I mean, in terms of a practical ability, when you've got, um, you know, uh, d- d- yes, tank, tank swapping, swapping yes, there you go. it's going to be hugely, hugely critical for that. Um, I, I, there's a lot in there that is good on, um, you know, again, new, new pieces in the toolkit that uh, are going to be useful. But man, nothing that I, I looked at and I was like, "Oh shit,
0: that's a game changer." You know what I mean? Well, okay, and see, actually, actually, that's what I'm kind of saying is I didn't want to look at it and be like, "Oh, here are the obvious choices, yeah, I right?" Guess, game I I yeah, 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 sure, mm-hmm. yeah. So, that makes sense. Uh, I also be curious for for someone who's a, a, you know, an actual active healer to call in and uh, give us your opinions on the cross roll abilities uh, that are available for healers. Yeah, that's that's a great point. Um,
4: you know, I, even- I feel like healers did get the the best of the bunch with in terms of being able to swap about your cross-roll abilities based on the encounters cuz there's just there's just so much good stuff in there, and you're also going to want to coordinate with your heal- other co-healer right, who has yep. protect. Right. So,
2: um, so yeah, if you're a healer, uh, obviously we do have healers on uh, on the cast, but uh, none of us are actively leveling a healer right now. Uh, we're all focused on uh, bringing our current jobs up to seventy. Yep. Uh, Juxta is uh, trying to get his black mage up to seventy. So um, we're, Red we're not. Mage. No, uh, that's not what I see on screen. I see, I see a, a black, black mage.
0: mage. I see a bang mage on uh, screen. God. Ugh! I'd like to use my juxta time out. Yeah, thank Why? you. Why? Perfect. Um.
2: Anyway, so yeah. Uh, I, I, if if you're playing a healer right now, uh, we'd love to hear from you about what you think of the changes. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Piggy McSquee of Sergeant right. Tanis. What's up, Piggy?
7: What's up, guys? Uh, first time caller. I forgot to mention that to Cookie, but thanks for calling. Uh, Lim-
0: thanks for calling. Limit break radio. Uh, are you the Piggy that's on screen right now dancing? Yes, I am.
2: Yeah. yeah. Red
7: outfit. Also, a uh, better glamour than Juxta. <laughs> exactly. You know what? Literally
2: everyone has noticed that you have a better glamour. not cool. Better glamour than Juxta. Uh, more red than Juxta as well. I mean, it just the, there's so much red in, Jesus, your, did you even a, try- in your glamour versus uh, all of the mauve. And uh, I, see a, I see a little bit of gold and some silver. Uh, I see some gray on the hat, but I don't see much red going on with juxta nah. there so uh we appreciate we appreciate having you on
7: yeah uh the reason why i called was like you uh asked about like you know asking people to call in about like squares marketing yes storm yes and they i, I felt like they could have it could have done it better like you know promoting it on wrestlemania and uh honey buns dear god why honey buns
2: i know right it's an easy one to pick on but it really is stupid
7: like if they like you know putting it on like normal tv like you know during like tv show commercial break like, that's time, fine yeah, yeah. But, like no, no one's gonna fucking pick up the game during like wrestlemania they right. they could have just put the money like somewhere better but granted in my opinion with all the advertisement they did it feels like stormblood has more active players right now than heavensward did at launch
2: i disagree I disagree totally. Um, I I I think that Heaven's Word was more vibrant. There were more. I was a, a, a interacting with and running into people in the overworld more regularly. Fates were more filled up. I I, I there were five or six fates that I ran past yesterday that were totally empty. Okay. To w- during be fair, during the launch of Heaven's Word, there was not a single fate that I could go into in any fucking zone in any zone that was empty. Uh, the reason you didn't run anybody
0: in any fates is because they were all at Raubon. I mean, that's that's fair.
4: And players have been conditioned not
0: to do fates. I'm going to take players, you off mute you now. Players have been conditioned not to do
4: fates for an entire expansion. Which is <laughs> remember, Remember, I didn't remember.
0: Didn't know why they're giving all this bonus XP to fates?
4: And remember in 2.X, players were just spamming, uh, what was that, like Dark, that one uh, fate in Northern Thaneland, DD, for massive XP gains? Yeah. 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 We're exploiting
2: um, well not just that but when you were traveling from uh, set piece to set piece you saw people in secondary cities at quest givers mm-hmm. I have not seen that I have not and, and granted this may have been because I was on after midnight <laughs> yeah, I I, the, only, yeah. the only place that I've seen people gathering was around Raubon and, and I understand that that's a bottleneck but mm-hmm. you would think that if the player community was as robust as it was in heaven's word, that I would easily be running into as many people that I did in the overworld. Yeah, and that
0: I th- does seem and, weird. And, I mean, I had a, a, a opposite thing, actually, when I was in the Peaks—that's one that we like, right? Yeah. When yes. I was in the peaks, I actually had quite a few people that were on the same quest legs as I did, and right. not that we, you know, needed help with the quest, but they went a lot smoother because basically everyone would, you know, jump onto the same mod, all get credit for it, and move on together. So. Yes,
2: and 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 just a, 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 an interesting uh, point to note: during my entire time getting from the opening of Stormblood to Raubon, I did not have a single mob of anyone else's pop on top of me while I was doing MSQ. That was weird to me. Oh, I was getting attacked by stuff
0: all the that, time. Really? That,
2: yes, the Leshies. Fuck those guys. The, well, sure. no, lesh, Leshies are are, are are overworld. I'm talking about when you get to oh, when oh, you get I to see. a destination oh. and you pop something. Mm-hmm. Generally, if there's a lot of people doing the same content, you'll end up right. With, you know, if it's a collection yep. of three Garlean's, you'll end up with nine Garlean's at some point. Yes. And you'll be like, okay, everyone's doing this right now. Never happened yeah. once. Might uh, yeah, have been the never happened once. it Might have been
0: the playtime because I had that as
2: well. I, I it it, it I, I will concede to that. Mm-hmm. However, I've I feel like I've noticed it during no, every yeah, fair, every fair. patch, every expansion and and it
0: seems like I'm I I I actively wondered where is everyone. Yeah, I think the real test is going to come when like the official Actual launch happens and yeah. people are stopped being bottlenecked and they get nice and spread out and we see exactly oh, how. I things mean, unfold. it's gonna
2: Well, no, I think it's going to take six weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's that honeymoon period that people initially have with any kind of new content. Uh, I, I think period. I think in, in six weeks we're going to be able to tell exactly where the enthusiasm level is. And uh, I, I just you know I I hate to be. You know, not the bearer of bad news, or I—I I, I hate to be a pessimist, right? Negative Nancy. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but here's the thing: is that I think in six weeks it's not going to be as high as everyone
0: thinks it is right now. No, oh, I don't think it is either. Like, like I said, I mean, when Heaven's Word first came out, super psyched about it. And even though, yes, I want to get home to like play the story once that's over with. What am I going to end up doing? Gri- it, this gri- is like a grinding patch, grinding tomes. Yeah, it's, it's 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 just a long patch we had to wait for. Uh, it does, uh, you know, in some senses, it
2: does feel. like like a big patch, yeah. Um, and that's not right, really Blue what you. Cloud, that's, that's not
0: really what you want out of uh, out of an expansion. The, the reason that EU seems more full than Heavensward is because they've added more EU servers. So for some reason, there's just a lot of you guys playing. Um, I mean that that's that's one of it. it, it didn't they also segment that into a different uh,
2: whole like like shard? now yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 gonna say that yeah, EU servers are gonna be inherently uh more full, and I think you know. It, players who are trapped on eu servers now that you have that incentive program you're going to see a lot of migration Mm -hmm. off of uh you know off of data centers that are not centrally located towards what your ping is and people moving more towards that um so i think that that's pretty natural but uh piggy thanks for the call uh real quick before we let you go because uh this is your first time uh calling limit break radio what has been your favorite part of Stormblood so far
7: uh, I, I, to be honest, I actually like the machinist changes, though, since I'm a machinist man, even when I'm just standing as a samurai right now. Like, getting rid of the cast times on Goss Barrel and giving it an overheat gauge kind of makes a little bit more sense for its class.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That feels a lot more natural, because one of the things that always bothered me about Goss Barrel was that I it even though it, it felt temporary, like that that cast time made you feel a little bit more rooted. Mm-hmm. And and I, I like the idea that you're managing trying not to go over uh, a gauge as opposed to making an
0: arbitrary one fill up. It just it feels more natural to the job. Yeah, it's actually uh, if I were to level another job now, I've been giving serious consideration to that being machinist. The only thing that's stopping me is that job's kind of been tainted by scurrow. Hey, remember that time that you had to chant that spell
2: to Fire that gun? <laughs> no,
0: neither do I. Uh,
2: so this is a good change. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll second that, piggy. Yep.
7: If if it makes you feel better about being a machinist, you get to be my machinist buddy. You get to be friends with a pig.
0: We're already friends. Oh, and, and we're
9: already too. friends
7: with Skurro.
0: I mean, he's a and pig. Scuro's a pig. Yeah.
2: So damn, <laughs> he beat you to it.
9: Oh, darn.
2: Anyway, Piggy, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you, uh, especially first time callers. Uh, again, it, it, I know that uh, we're, we're starting to uh, run our calls down here today. We're almost out of time. We've got about 10 minutes left in the show. Uh, but I do want to, if, if there is a healer out there that wants to give us a call, uh, please let us know and uh, we'll get you on because I'd love to hear your perspective about some of these healer changes. Um, because I do think that that's one of the roles that has been most impacted by mm-hmm. the Stormblood changes. And one that I have, I I think, probably uh, the least sense of. Like, I I, I mean, I I play healer the least out of any job. Um, And I I think that I would have less of a context for what those changes actually mean. Juxta is a little bit more sure-footed on that. Um, But I would love to hear from someone who's actually been actively tasking themselves with learning this new battle system uh, from the healer standpoint. And uh, exactly what your perspective on this is. Is. So, uh, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five is how you reach the show. Uh, LimitBreakRadio dot com slash Discord uh, if you want to call in on Discord. Um, so, you know, we we do have this uh, Famatsu interview here. Ooh, um, kind of old. It, it is there, old. There's
4: no point to it. it, is it, there? it
2: it's it's old. There is no point in uh, in in really trying to to pick this apart. But it did. You know, we did let it sit around from uh, from last week. But um, and, and we're, we're pretty much we're, we're almost out of time mm-hmm. uh, for today uh, anyway. So, um, uh, you know, maybe we'll we'll read an email here to uh, to wrap up the show. But let's go back to our phone lines uh, before we get there and talk to Dolvik of Balmung. What's going on, Dolvik? Hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio.
3: Yeah, I just wanted to talk about the story versus Savage Split that you we were discussing earlier. Yep. And, and uh, I was, you we were discussing in chat earlier how if they offered best in slot gear in, in like one particular piece of the raid, uh, which builds up, oh, which is best in slot throughout the expansion would be a great way to re- reward structure. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think, I think with that even story versus Savage Split could work because it, this is a theme park MMO. We still, a lot of players still come here for this uh, developer-driven story. So having a story mode separate, which is slightly more accessible, I think is still a good thing. Although if we keep the story mode at like the difficulty of like the extreme primals or like just below the extreme primals, it would still be difficult enough to not be a face role, but still be accessible enough.
2: Yeah, no, I, I you know, I, I, agree with a couple of sentiments there. That if we're going to have this bifurcated uh, challenge mode, where you know we've got we've got Savage Mode on the one side and then Story Mode on the other, I'd like to see the um the the challenge bar be raised by Story Mode a little bit more. Um, and and I do think that having an additional incentive. That is accessible now. Now the thing is, is uh, it, you know, and and we've gone to great lengths to talk about um, you know a potential reward structure that would reward a player for longer than just a couple of patches, and a way that you would have to implement that into a system like rating, because with every raid tier, you only get four raids, and that's really just kind of a boss confrontation. Yes, there's a little bit of trash that you probably have to get through. There might be a little bit of a set piece that you have to get to the other side of, but mostly we're talking about one end to the other. It's a boss fight. It, most of the time it happens in a circle arena. So if, if the rewards out of that had an additional RNG element where you're getting the normal raid tier gear and that comes with all of the you know normal uh, you know the 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 normal tier that it would be a part of the 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 um, accepted uh, uh, reward that you get for defeating um, you know uh, savage motor defeating uh, a raid that would always be there we're not talking Talking about removing or stripping that reward out what I think would be uh, more beneficial and would keep people coming back to rating because they would have to grind for these as we've seen people do with ponies mounts, you know, yes,
0: they it, do it, it
2: and, and they will um, that if you make if you put in an RNG element that makes any an incredibly powerful piece of gear drop very, very rarely out of an instance like that that you'll see longer term. Term participation rates. That you'll see a lower churn rate of uh, of of players moving in and out of the raid scene, and you'll see. Uh, something that happens a lot in other MMOs, where you have a veteran player base that looks at newer players or newer players with talent and says, "Well, well, I can, I can get them, I can, I can get these guys
0: ready and raid with them." Yeah, and you that actually, rarely happens anymore. And you would have incentive to do so because, as players who aren't necessarily, you know, concerned about getting that super rare piece of gear, but do want to raid, as they start to fall off one by one, you're going to need to replenish their ranks with newer people again exactly. so that you can keep the farm going. Exactly. And and I think that
2: that concept is sort of predicated on the idea that you don't just have to go through as a group 8 or 12 times to get everyone geared out with the gear that you know is going to inevitably end up dropping out of those instances. And you add an element of dynamicness and randomness. And yes, it's RNG And yes, I know that people get a, a bit exhausted with RNG and that people tend to bitch About it a lot but bitching is not The worst thing feeling like you missed out Is not the fucking worst thing especially In an MMO because you know what that drives That drives desire You need to drive more Desire Square Enix that Is I think if I had to bottom Line my criticism of of Final Fantasy 14 in the last Three years you need To drive desire And 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 the thing That we have pointed out in the past Especially with things like Salted Earth and and, and the way that we railed against The concept of story Mode is that That incentive exists in Story I, and, and again Dolvik had pointed this out with his Call that that there is an Incentive for the d- developer Driven story that's inserted In here now if you're gonna lower The the ask Of your audience to be able to 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 get that reward If you if you think of it like a piece of candy Right if you if you you give them that very easily Then you've got to have something that Is very difficult to access That's buried behind You know the deeper part of your system And you know what I think RNG Is is probably The best way to uh, be able to Reward that because if you have building tokens Then you just have people who are working towards A foregone conclusion and That reward ceases To be a reward when it's a When it's something that's a foregone conclusion It ceases to really be it, 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 it ceases to really have The same chemical Release in your brain That getting something On an off chance On a rando Or, or You know On a, You know on, on, on a
0: It's the difference between Winning the lottery And yes. then just working For your paycheck You I, know yeah, that paycheck Is
2: coming But we still wish We could win the lottery Thank you Yes I think that's A great analogy Alright uh, We're well, going back To our phone lines One last time uh, We've got Cecile From Sergeant Tanis On the line uh, Gonna tell us about The healer changes. What's going on, Cecile?
0: Hey, what's up, guys? thought oh, no. for sure it was a girl.
2: Nope. Healer in everything. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, let us... How's not- it going? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. So, uh, tell us about some of these healer changes. Uh, how do you feel about what Stormblood did to, uh, to your job?
3: So, I've been playing as a scholar, and one of the big things that everybody is noticed about scholar is the lack of dps the the lower dps which honestly it doesn't feel super you know huge dps nerf but i i will say you know a lot of people are saying oh you know bio two and uh the oh what my miasma uh yeah and then boil nerf or you know boil spam basically i mean it doesn't give you a reason to say, "Oh, I can't DPS anymore because it takes so much." I mean, that's that's one of the big key things that I've noticed. It's just you know, you you have a choice or you have time to do that now instead of having to put all your dots. And then you you have to worry about the heels at the same time.
2: But does your does your contribution to the overall outgoing damage does that feel as if it's been impacted um, or minimized by these changes?
3: Honestly, from what I've done in the dungeon so far, I, I haven't felt any minimal min- i mean it's very very hard to say one way or the other i mean i'm only level 62
0: yeah i two think right wait now. until we get to but 70 is when we'll see the biggest impact all right
3: yeah and um, i mean that that's one of the big key things right now is it's just waiting until 70 when the raids drop and everything like that i mean i'm not a huge raider or anything like that so i i can't say how that's going to affect what will be in the future but as you know with cleric stance being gone or put on the roll actions i mean it just feels so much more like uh like going from the water to or air to water kind of thing you know it's uh, smoother it well, feels so much smoother yeah when you think
0: about like you know uh, cuz hitting stances that that uh, triggers the global cooldown doesn't it Yes. Yeah. So imagine as a healer, if you're going into cleric stance to DPS, then going back out of cleric cleric stance, that's what, like three to four seconds that are now wasted that you can't DPS or heal on. Actually, in the old cleric stance, it put a
4: cooldown on your bar of five seconds. Oh, my God. So you couldn't get back into healing mode for five seconds after you go into a DPS mode.
0: Yeah. So I think that, yeah, definitely taking out cleric stance and just making it a cooldown or or whatever, I think is, is definitely one of those changes that we mentioned that really probably needed to be made.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I probably, um, I, I don't know, uh, especially with Healer, it's it's tough for me to say. I think it's also kind of, um, you know, that uh, uh, Cecil brings up a, a good point here that, you know, even though um, we're not the most involved in raiding, we do recognize that rating is the thing that kind of pushes the meta to the extreme, and we end up learning a lot about the game through things like uh, rating and through the insights that raiders are able to provide about the jobs or about the the you know the potency of uh, mm-hmm. of, of certain things or the effectiveness of certain things. So um, I, I think that's a that you know that's a great point that you know until we're all sitting at seventy, this is all uh, a bit speculative and uh, and, and a bit um, you know a, a, a bit driven um, by being in the dark. Uh, but that yeah we're we're all kind of on this uh, on this path to uh, being able. To figure it out and uh, once we All hit 70 and and start You know in on the content that Exists there I think we Will start to see a shift In you know, just general wisdom in the way that that jobs are meant to be played or jobs are uh, supposed to be utilized. So, um, I, 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 I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, again, uh, Cecil, thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you and uh, at least getting a little bit of insight on uh, how healers are working in Stormblood. All right, guys. I think that's going to have to be it for uh, for Limit Break Radio today. It is r- r- ridiculously
4: hot. Oh It is
2: ridiculously hot in the studio. Uh, We've lucked out and we've been able to stay on the air uh, the entire time. We haven't had uh, the power go out on us, which we're uh, very fortunate for and uh, very lucky on uh, i i i have been been wa- it! i've been watching the uh the the uh battery backup unit um uh, you know a couple of times it surged during final encounter cast but uh otherwise it's been pretty stable so uh we definitely lucked out on that one so uh thank you guys for your patience um and uh and and yeah uh, again uh if you missed it on final encounter cast um I just I, I really do want to say thank you to all of our uh, patron supporters and to uh, just anyone who has uh, supported limit break radio over the uh, 10 years that we have been a thing um, you know getting to go out to e3 2017 this year was uh, an awesome experience it was humbling um, we learned a lot and uh, I think we we did some good work when we were out there so uh, I'd like to invite everyone to stick around because uh, if you're listening on the stream or right now. Coming up next, you'll hear the E3 coverage from Checkpoint Radio. We were live on the floor from E3 2017. We'll give you all of the breakdowns of uh, everything that was out at the conference. That's coming up next here on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. If you're listening on the podcast and that sounds like something that you want to hear, head on over to checkpointradio.com. New episodes on demand are uploaded Tuesdays. We're going to have our E3 special uploaded this Tuesday, so make sure that if you miss it today, Here on the stream That you come back To checkpointradio.com And check out The E3 coverage Of course we've got The uh, Checkpoint Radio podcast As well You can subscribe to that At checkpointradio.com And again This is an opportunity Checkpoint Radio Is an amazing opportunity That we've been given Through your Amazing grassroots support And anytime um, You know That you That that you hear about Checkpoint Radio uh, Know that you had a hand In building that And that the Very first Um, You know uh, uh, You know push uh, uh, For video games into uh, The world of of Radio comes from an organic Place that this you know uh, Checkpoint radio or an idea like Checkpoint radio could have very easily Been something that a bunch of radio Execs sat together in a Boardroom and came up with based On data that they were getting from ESPN That you know for a fact That's not what happened we've been on the ground For 10 years Years doing video game podcasting, doing Final Fantasy podcasting, and building a community that you guys can respect and that you guys can trust, and that's something that you know we do take very seriously. Um, You know, our opinions are our opinions, and we're not afraid to share those. We've never been shy about sharing those, and you know, if it ruffles some feathers, that's fine. We're not really bothered by by that fact. Um, But you know, the the what that ends up doing. On, on the other side of that is uh, creating, um, you know, fans who are incredibly loyal um, that that stick with us through thick and thin, whether you know, Final Fantasy 14 is good or bad uh, and, and now, you know, because of your support, we've been able to grow and expand, make things like Final Encounter cast, make things like Checkpoint Radio and be able to take, uh, you know, take the opportunities that are set in front of us because of those things, um, you know, those first steps were because of you uh, and, and thank you guys um, Thank you for, for for listening Thank you for being a part of The Limit Break Radio community That we've been building for the better part of 10 years, uh, thank you for Continuing that work on Into the Future And uh, thank you For uh, all of your support Over at patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio, alright that's gonna be It for Limit Break Radio Today, I wanna thank my crew Of course, Scurro and Kooky uh who uh hang out and uh and do great great work. Kuki did phenomenal work for us while we were out at Yay, E3. Kuki. Uh she really uh kept us on task and uh and and really helped us keep very very well organized. So thank you Kuki, for all of your help while we were out at E3. Also shout out to my crew even though they weren't here today they felt like they could just skip the show. Nika Kayanian and Ascalia Rayamasa as well as juxtaposition Kyle Landis I'm an hero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of Limit Break Radio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kooky Persona. Final Fantasy fourteen and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeji, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, Tommy Carlson, Nexion Theta, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.